sick guys love island 2022 has come to a close we've crowned our winners and what winners they are welcome back to the final episode of my pot on paper proudly brought to you by now the home of brilliant entertainment i'm your host orla condon and joining me tonight is the wonderful Fanula jones and carla Kay. we have lots to get through i'm so sorry it's a long one but let's get stuck in guys to say a sigh of relief that shook the world i was nervous i'm not gonna lie and i didn't want to sit here for another year in a row and talk to these two women through grief and i'm so glad that we don't have to do that back on the podcast again carla Kay, fadula jones are we happy are we happy like we're 90 percent happy okay yeah okay. orla that's a loaded question i have yeah. mental health issues um <laughs> but i'm happy with the result um yes yes i am because it was very touching all it was it was touch and go. I think as soon as Andrew and Tasha got announced as fourth spoiler, sorry, uh, <laughs> just straight Look, in there. You're in Look this car. Yeah. You like, if you're listening to this you know and not watching the fucking episode, I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. When they got announced in fourth, I was like, oh shit, <laughs> this just got real, and I was I was really nervous. I was really nervous about the voting public, and it just gave me flashbacks to Millie and Liam last year, and I. I really, I really would have been really, really upset. So I'm so glad we're not there. I'm still not delighted with how everyone fell, but I'm happy with the final result because fundamentally no one's going to give a shit about second, third and fourth tomorrow. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I didn't put fucking eight weeks of, t- of you know, watching this TV show in to, to watch it lay down the way that it did. And... I will say, because we've been together, the three of us now have been together for three finals. Yeah. And like the vibe in 2019, we were flipping tables. <laughs> the vibe of last year where I think, I think we all just, I think we groaned and I think I walked outside. As I did a spark I'm pretty bag, sure like, we were all like, I don't want to record. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. I'm actually, I'm having a cigarette and I'm going home. Johnny's in smoke. And I was like, I'm actually, I'm not doing this. And then that energy, just that energy that... That was the episode last year was absolutely off the chart. It was miserable. It was yeah. misery personified. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And looking back, I just I don't think like a mental health professional would listen to that episode and be like, those girls are okay. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. I feel like they are I've had so many people message me in the last couple of days being like, Oh, we've I've listened back to last year's episodes and listened back to the final and literally said that, like, you were miserable. <laughs> It's like I'm so sorry. I don't know what to tell you, but we were. We were. We were. At dark. one point, I was like, "Oh fuck this! I'm not doing this again, lads. I'm not doing this again." As if yeah, ITV sorry. give a shite. The de- yeah, the delusion of us going on our little mics, being like, "That's it now. We're done." <laughs> like, fucking. How will media pull through? <laughs> Breaking. Three women decide to give up on Love Island. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, look. We won't discuss next year. It's far too soon. But I am feeling a lot more content tonight. And I don't, yeah, I don't love how they fell. I don't love how they fell, but I think I need to focus on the main prize. And it didn't go to Luke and Gemma. And that's what I, I said fundamentally was all in mind was about. Thank like, God. Thank God. Thank like God. I did, I did squeal. I will say I did squeal. And it was a very kind of like throw your phone up in the air moment. Yeah. Like there was glee there, but then I think I it just brought me back because I was like, "What? Those two fuckers are still standing there." Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 
Yeah. I did a very male fist pump in the air, like watching a match. Like you can't show that much emotion because otherwise, like you're gay or something. I don't, you know, you go, yes, yeah, oh, yes. Vanilla's you can't tell too much. Like otherwise, you know, you could be about meanwhile, Gucci, yeah. You know? Meanwhile, it was um, full pride over here, just fist pumping everywhere. It's like yes, yes, yes. Those I, people just kept DMing me being like, I have a really bad feeling. I have a really bad feeling. And I was like, I can't let you bring this bad juju into my life. I cannot yeah, yeah. let you go into my inbox being like, no, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I just can't do it. Yeah, no, I was I was definitely nervous. And I think one of the biggest, my biggest disappointments with tonight is the fact that we, and they have never learned and it pisses me off so much. Why is there no split screen for the final result? Why is there no split screen? I want to see the second place. I want to see Luca's face. I want to see his face because the little bit I saw was misery and I wanted to see more. Okay, there I am. I petty. I don't care. I don't care. I wanted to see him fully in shock that someone was like, I actually don't want to see Gemma and Luca in it. They're going to breadcrumb us with that for sure. In Mm. six months time when nobody like, they're like winter love island and everyone's like, we genuinely don't care. It's freezing. And all we want to do is get pissed on the weekends. Like they will breadcrumb us with that little one minute excerpt. It's going to be like the X factor, except not 10 years later. It's going to be like, it's not going to be the one direction placing. It's going to be the, the Luca and Gemma placing. And once again, we all know exactly what the face was, but I just yeah. still want to see it. I, I still it. need to see it. I want you to see could it. even kind of see it in Gemma though, when she was like half kind of clapping, placating. Now, in fairness, I just think she looked wrecked. She looked so done. She was ready to take those heels off, yeah. get off that man's arm for good and just never. Do you think it's for good? Do you think now words are going to be had? Because yeah. she she gave a good performance tonight, I thought. She's going to get the ick. She's going to watch it back. She's going to get the ick. And I think she checked out the minute that her mum got in there. She was like, I want to go home. I'm actually. Like Louise didn't say no, but she definitely didn't say yes. Do you know? Exactly. I'm kind of 50-50 on, on like 50% of me agrees with Carla being like she'll get the ache and I feel like she might slowly just like cut him off and mm-hmm. be like yeah look we just drifted apart it wasn't the same blah 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 and yeah, then there's yeah, another yeah. 50% that's like is she gonna commit for a while and just like they'll get six months play along a bit yeah like I yeah don't, they're not together long term I will eat every hat I own if they're together <laughs> longer than six months but there's just, I'm leaning, there's a part of me that's like, maybe she'll kind of see the reaction and be like, well, right, like if I really want something out of this, maybe we can, you know, play the whole, he got a bad edit card, he wasn't like that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Stand by my man, everything like this. But I just need her to pull a liberty, but outside of the villa and be like, I'm done with this man. I'm done with this dead weight. Like I can do so much better on my own so so much better on my own yeah I think yeah I think you're right I think they'll ride the wave a little bit because I think there's still there's still story to be told there there is definitely money in Luca meeting Michael and who gets the pictures and where that goes or what kind of content they'll get out of that like that's surely going to be ITV are surely going to press for that for what if they do a re is there have we heard anything about a reunion this year I haven't heard anything I don't this think. yeah next week oh, seventh. the seventh is it definitely happening? Yeah, seven. For the love of Christ. P- fuck it in there, girly pop. We're going to have much to no, talk, much to talk ab- about. Much to absolutely see. not. If I've learned anything from After Sun this year, we're getting nothing from the reason. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. We are true, getting, true. poor Joanne McNally carried the fucking weight of the world on her shoulders last night trying to get answers. Sorry, my- I was like, no, Joanne, you're being very harsh. Joanne, no, you're wrong there now. It's like, would you stop? Would you stop and let the girl have a fucking chance? 
Twitter kept calling her that lady and I was obsessed because they're like, that lady actually needs to be the new presenter. How fickle Twitter are. They don't even know her and they're like, that Do lady they? actually needs that to be. That lady, that woman who just barged her way into the into the villa like like do they don't bully, know, do you know how many nights she sold out Vicker Street truly I don't like, but it was at least 300 truly 40 days had September for Joanne McNally and Joanne McNally alone like what the fuck they were like yeah that blonde girl on Aftersun is great and it's like fucking mind your manners like mind your manners I only caught a few minutes of it and I've seen clips since but I want to go back and watch the whole thing because I just feel like she is the kind of voice of reason that you need on the because I just think ITV are just so fucking lame on Aftersun and more after obviously we're biased but like no, if they are. They're not real question. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No. Like, what's the point? If you're like, not going to do anything, and they don't do anything, and that's the no. issue. I'm like, they've got, and they get this panel, and the panel is always such a pick and mix. Oh my god, stop! And the like, the panel every time. I'm like, this, like the pop star out of the panel shouldn't be the one that's actually pulling punches here. And yes. every year, it's always the same. I'm like, they've some like naff comedian presenter radio tv showy kind of on yeah. kiss fm not really entirely sure where they dug them up from yeah. every single go they've always got like a couple of stoic blokes who just give like blokes opinion yeah deadly and then <laughs> every fucking year and then like i just with joanne i was like here we but laura was yeah. so uncomfortable and i do feel like they should have had joanne on Am I wrong now? But she wasn't on the panel previous to this. She This was her I first don't panel. I think so. No. Yeah. Because I feel like they fucked it by not having her in the studio. Because I feel yeah. a studio audience would have been warmer, funner, and that would have been a better environment where there's the villa yeah. audience, super dry. It's friends and family and a couple of tourists that they pulled off the strip. Like, it's not... <laughs> It's the reaction not like, was so painful. I just so I, I painful. didn't get that. I was like, like I felt like they, like she wasn't even really going. The only no. comment that I thought was a bit in a burst comma savage was the Adam Page wheelie bin chemistry comment, which was true. And I was yeah. just like, why is she's absolutely? This is the commentary you want, or like this is the commentary yeah. people claim they want, and then people say it, and it's like a bit like, Whoa. yeah. She tested the waters like, with that, though. I feel, do you not? Yeah, I'm hoping that we see more of it then now from the panels going forward. But it is like, because as you said, you'd be sick of, I don't think so, but you'd be sick of, as Carla said, that pick and mix of people just being like, I love, and then there's no other, like anyway, interesting commentary about the gameplay, about anything. Yeah, it just feels like they're getting, like you say, Carla, like a mix of these like capital FM DJs, (laughs) like like regional capital FM DJs who want a shot at some ITV gig and they're bringing them in to like test them on this show. And it's like, Joanne McNally is, as well at this point in the series, ITV is very much working to like resolve all these conversations to kind of pinpoint it all towards this finale where we're all in love, we're all talking about the future and bringing Joanne in who is, if you if you had a researcher on your team, you know she's going to say something. Like that's her gig. Like that's literally her gig. Why would you bring her in at this point if you didn't want her to say something controversial? Like you bring her in a couple of weeks ago when there's still space for couples to shake it up or there's still room for people's heads to be turned. Don't bring her in the final week if you're like, I know, but they're all in love. Bring in someone from Heart FM. Bring in someone from one of those. Give her a fucking go a couple of weeks ago when things were still a little bit up in the air. But like, it's just so, it's also so shocking how shocking what she said was. It just shows you how watered down yeah. After Sun is and how little actual conversation happens on there that's any bit like After Sun should be giving exclusives. After Sun should be providing like if I'm working the news desk tonight, yeah, you have your your stories from the main show, but you should be getting exclusives from After Sun. 
There's never an exclusive from After Sun unless it's like a clip of tomorrow night's show. You're never getting like interview exclusive, like, oh, Adam said that. And oh, that was a really interesting answer. Like you're just never getting that from After Sun. It's just a waste, like. She was never going to not outshine the rest of the panel. That's what I don't understand. Like they know Laura. I know I'm not allowed to say anything bad, but like, I know like she's a meek host and that's just like her vibe is meek. And that's just what it is. It is what it is. So I don't, until it isn't. And because I just, <laughs> I don't, I don't know why now for her and I think they've done us a massive disservice with all those little bits that they had room to still play around with because like if you know 100% of the people are watching Love Island 50% of the people are watching After Sun like people don't really a lot of people don't even really know that it's on and they yeah. they used to be able to get and I don't want to bring it back to like Caroline Flack's legacy and all that other stuff but they did used to kind of have really cheeky conversations they get exes on do you remember that they bring yeah, on yeah, they'd yeah. be like and here's Pages X and it would be like oh yeah no she was like that with me and it was it was mad crack like it was it was all over the shop and, yeah. and, I, and it is one of those things they are just kind of being like well we try out this person see how they get on so maybe they can do a 15 minute piece in the morning uh, breakfast show we'll see it's, how we say yeah lovely we'll soft. get them on isn't it? It's, it is soft. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw it even in the opening sequence. And that's why like people are like, oh, it's the final. It's the final. I'm like, don't get excited because it's that softness is going to just wave over our villa as we know it. And it's going to be a different vibe. Uh, we picked up, we had the classic opening sequence where all the Islanders are like pretending to get ready as if it's all casual. Ekansu, obviously very in her element, like well able for a cue. Uh, Laura runs through the villa and is like rounding up the Islanders. Um, and then they go outside and the live audience is there and she reveals that the winners will be splitting the 50k prize. They didn't, I don't think, before this acknowledge the 50k prize. Do they acknowledge the change? No, this seems I to don't be- think so. I'm absolutely open to correction on it. But I'm going to be honest, I think they were probably right to take it away because there's just no... Like, as exciting as it is, it's ne- in inverted commas, yeah. nobody ever fucking does it. And there's no yeah. incentive to do... Like, it would be different if it was like, Right, either split it or you steal it and you get like 100k or something. There's no incentive. And I feel like they're really, especially with this tagline this year of We Own Love, I think I said this on a past episode, they really want to bring it back to like, this is truly about love. This is truly about people making connections. That's why they're bringing back the old people to Afterson all the time and having them in a corner for 10 minutes to be like, and did you love it? Yeah, did you love it? For this kind yeah. of positive PR, because also you don't you don't need me to tell you what's happened over the last few years and the fuck-ups they've made. So like I do ultimately think maybe it was a good idea. In some ways, I think it was a good idea to rest it. I would have loved to have seen what David and Ekansu would have said. Spoilers again, sorry. Potential winners. Oh, you mean Chad and Andrew? (laughs) Had it been put to them, but I just think maybe they need to still uh, the the format is still not fresh enough for me. I think there's so many things they need to go back and retool, and that's a classic example of one of them because the stakes are they're too low in terms of even being a thing, you know. We said yeah. this last year, they need to up the prize money and actually make it an incentive. Do it a hundred grand. That's juicy. Like a hundred K versus 50 K. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's what I mean. Juicy. That's fucking juicy. <laughs> yeah, right. hundred K I'm running off into the hills. God bless. No, but like if they upped the prize money, if they even did 250 K, like yeah. that's a consideration point where you're like. But also hmm. like Laura being like, 
50,000 pounds. I was like, are you joking? They're giving away more on fucking loose women on the daily. Like, what are you talking about? Like, stop trying to kid us into this is one big sum of money. It's not like, no. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think we even said it last year, like, give them like a deal, like have a deal up for grabs. Do you know what I mean? That like, you can get a six month deal between the pair of you with X brand, or you can get a year long contract. That's with Wilhelmina models, cover girls. <laughs> yeah, just, come here. Like just fucking give them a deal. Like I just, it, like the cheek of Laura being like 50 yay. And I find the same thing when like, they do these get like games on all these game shows. And it's like, oh, you've won a thousand pounds. Oh my God. It's like, you got paid that money just for doing this segment. Like, what are you talking about? Stop trying to make it as if this is some huge pot of money. Like, it's not. Like, Charlie, that was my train ticket. They can't afford anything else now because they're bringing bloody Big Brother back. Come That's here. a bloody fortune. Sorry, they dropped that little email in the middle of the episode as well, being like, embargo till quarter past 10, Big Brother's coming back and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, this is like a poor time to drop the email. Like, why didn't you drop the email? But anyway, yeah, Big Brother's coming back. We are didn't you... even get the ad over here, did we? Because that was the oh. whole thing. Because there was oh, yeah, supposed to be like a TV ad. ad. Yeah, we got the ad. Oh, yeah, because it was an ITV one. We they got sit- the ad. We didn't. I don't think yeah. Ireland got. Carla, did we get the ad? It's I on know, my Twitter. It's on ad. my. It's on my Twitter. I put it up on my Twitter. So I watched it since, but it was a bit like oh, the ad. It's gonna. Yeah. Tr- I was like, all right. I mean, and then it was just fucking. I that singing Peroni ad or whatever. It was strange, <laughs> All of our ads are so different. Like you don't have the you don't have the pirates to you that are like, can I pull you for a chat? Do you have no, that? Thank no. Christ, you don't, Mother <laughs> of God. No, I'm literally going around the whole time like pull you for a chat like all the time it's no, like we've it's, got like bored beer like that's, that's about as glamorous as it's getting yeah. for us yeah guys it's, it's i don't time. think dropping big brother is the gotcha that they think it is but anyway we'll chat a little bit more about that in a while i, I just yeah. I, yeah. like it's been rumored for ages it's going to be hey, itv2 that's fine like they're going to drop us in with a new host they're already saying that it's going to be this person that person and the other person like some of the names i've had thrown in the hash has been absolutely yeah. wild so it's not going to be big brother as you know it guys so like everyone just needs to relax exactly right? Yeah, we're not going to see, we're not going to have the rich poor challenge. Like, we're not going to have people eating beans or whatever. It's all going to be very PC. Like, yeah. at one point, like, they'll drop the age, the age challenge again. But I do think before we get into talking more about, because it was something that you said, Fanula, about like they have to do something. And again, this leads back to the fact that the age group, it's just too young that they're going in there because they're not going to have people in relationships or for love if they keep and this is where they keep flip-flopping it's like it's a game show it's a love show it's a this yeah. show it's a that show and I'm like well stop fucking banging in 18 year olds and trying to make them match with 28 year olds and maybe we'll go somewhere yeah and I know that they've they've put out this thing about like love island for 40s and 50s or whatever but like it's not going to be love island it's a different concept entirely their kids have to match make them like it's a different show but it's vaguely around like romance. So it's not going to be Love Island for middle-aged people like people have been wanting for ages. But I totally agree. I feel like the people that have stood out this year who have been really entertaining in the right way, bringing drama in the right way, have been all your like 25 plus, like your yeah. FNCs, your Davides, your Jays, like all these people who were like well able to like get into the kind of moving around the villa and like trying to figure out the game. And none of this kind of fucking mess that needed like literal charities to speak out on behalf of it. Like it was like... <laughs> I don't want fucking statements, like welfare statements. Do you know what I mean? I just want people being like, yeah, talked to her last night and then I kissed her and it was scandalous. I want like that kind of drama. I want to be like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. I don't want like, oh my God, I'm worried for their well-being. Do you know what I mean? It's just not fun. It's not entertaining. It's just not entertaining. No, and I, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I don't want to come and watch a cast where I hate most of the men. Like that's yeah. not ideal, I think, for yeah, anybody. That's not entertaining at all. No, they have done this to us. They have literally done this yeah. to us. 
And the thing is, they know what they see it coming. And I've said it on here quite a lot in the last few days. It's like, you know, they they saw what was happening with Luca and they saw the backlash online and they kept feeding that beast. And it's like, you have a responsibility to him, to Gemma, and to the people on the outside who are watching who want this to be sorted. And you're taking none of it seriously. And it's so frustrating to watch that behavior then just be like brushed over. And then we're meant to like enjoy the moments where they're being really lovey-dovey right after they've had an argument or right after he's done this or that and the other. And it's like, you, you just, they cannot continue to like skate the line on this. Like they have to, they have to address it. Like it's so half hours from them. It's so frustrating to watch. Like, to just be honest drain. as well, not to be a Luca apologist, but I oh actually God. feel like they've made it much, <laughs> I know, dodgy. <laughs> But I feel like they've made it so much worse for him, leaving him in 100%. there to continuously show his ass because yeah. it's just going to be 100%. so much worse for him coming out now. And I don't, I don't condone anything. I don't particularly like him. I'm aware it's a constructed reality show. I will never meet him. I don't have a full understanding of his character. At yeah. the same time, it's like, how, how could you, I just, yeah. I can't fathom it when it's like, Julia Care, you were quick enough to whip, whip Jacks out when he's being an arsehole surely you could do him the same and let him like chill take his phone off him for two weeks let him go back to his family and just come back and be like yeah you know what I was a bit of a dickhead we're all human very sorry the heat got to me whatever blah 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 I just think now it's like I I don't know I'm stressed to think about what's gonna happen no 100% And, and this is what I mean it's like they have, they're looking at Twitter the same way we are. They're looking at the response on social media. They're seeing that there is a, there is a large part of the audience that are really upset and annoyed at him and do not like him. But beyond that, there is also a portion of the audience that are getting extremely aggressive and are sending extremely aggressive messages to, to his family and friends, which is obviously beyond what anyone will condone. They see this and they are not doing anything for him to kind of try and neutralize that conversation at all. They just keep letting it play out. So they're not protecting Gemma, who is in that relationship with him where it seems that there's kind of unhealthy things happening. They're not protecting him because they're allowing this vitriol to keep building and building and building on the outside. And then they'll come out as soon as they see these statements and be like, yeah, guys, be kind. It's like, but you have a responsibility to nip things in the bud before it gets that far because you know that there is always going to be that portion of the audience. Like there's always going to be those people who whatever fucking way makes them do i can't understand the, the thought process but like why they'll go you- on and they'll do all this stuff and i just for itv to be like oh be kind it's just stupidity at this point you know that those people are there you need to be more active in calling this stuff out and trying to neutralize these conversations before they start but why did it take them six weeks to get them to apologize to tasha or relax the behavior that's my thing i'm like yeah they they definitely intervened. You can see it even when they were chatting to the parents and whatever else like that. You can you can tell the producer sat them down. And I know for a fact that we're going to get like some juicy interview. I will say though, something has changed with the way that they're allowed to talk about the show so soon. Because yeah. all of the juice that we're getting from X Islanders and how early that we're getting it now, I don't know what's changed. It must be do like you think, if- do you think it's contractual changes or do you just think that there has been like an ownership of their power if like it feels almost as if like once one of them went they were all like oh fuck I can actually do this as well like I'm what what what's ITV gonna do for me now like there's certain people that will never that will never grasp because they'll be like I have too much to lose I yeah I initially thought it was contractual and then I think it was more as you said one of them 
whoever it was first and then it just snowballed and I think it was a lot of them realized that they probably didn't have anything to lose because they were in for like so little time yeah and maybe they didn't want to be relegated to you to you know like an Idris or that Alexis fella Alexia or whatever he was a bombshell once upon a time I see him come down all the time as well Jesus. you know what I mean where they just want to be like okay I have these outlets like Murad yeah. series or just even on their own social media I suppose that's another thing as well like social media is a total other different beast than it was yeah. for violence season one and you have that control over your own narrative more I suppose yeah um but I do think there has to be something contractually that I feel like maybe is tied into the duty of care somehow I don't know that they just can't have that level of control over them when they're out i'm not 100 sure i would never claim to understand because i just don't yeah i, I disagree <laughs> i think that there is definitely something this year because when you look at what happened last year and last year was a real kind of like aha gotcha moment when we look back on the series it was definitely considering all of the changes that they've had to make which in the long run are probably better for the contestants you know um like mental health and all that other kind of stuff like it is holistically better for the contestants and they have had to water it down and all that other kind of stuff which is you know not great for us but obviously much better for the people who are in it and not us three random humans but in the way that they need that PR like they need people to keep pushing out stories on TikTok, on Instagram. They need these excerpts. They need people to be all invested. They need random little bits that the guys are like coming out with about, you know, the villa. So people are paying more attention. Like they want people to become more invested so that when the show rocks yeah. around, because I feel like this time they really didn't know what way, like what they were getting themselves in for. They're like massively popular show, but as we've seen, like the, the ratings and the viewership has spoken for itself, like the most watched season that they've ever had. And that is all due to social media. So yeah. I think for them, they sat down, they were like, what way? Cause like Mark, like look at the way that all even, you know, uh, recording artists are speaking out at the moment saying that their labels are making them go viral on TikTok before they can release an album all this really mad weird stuff but that's that's how it is and that's yeah. how they're marketing the show they have like they want people in America to be talking about it they want these excerpts to be coming up and to be able to do that they have to kind of release the reins whether that be a good thing or a bad thing because even so journalists will always take like I saw Liam good old Liam who left on day three he did an interview being like it was like the headline was Love Island was the worst thing, but it basically kind of pointing it at the show. But then when you read the article and I did, cause I was like, what does he have to say? He was there for three days. He just kind of was more like, I didn't like the way that it was scheduled to film. I felt very much on edge with how like constructed it was with the way that we film and all that other kind of stuff. Because that's yeah. another thing that people are speaking out about how, how, how little they record and how often, sorry, record film how often they film and how little they film and how much there's segregation between the boys and the girls, which I think is really interesting because obviously when you're, when you've been watching it, you just think that they're free flowing all the time with each other 24 hours a day. And that's not the case. Yeah. So I think for them to them to be able to keep the show relevant, build the audience and they want people like they want celebrities watching it. They want, will yeah. I am giving a shout out to my homes. You know, they Sorry, <laughs> what, what the fuck montage was the weirdest thing. Isle of thing. Island. Oh um, my God. Congratulations, everybody. I'm just in the studio making my album. Sorry, okay. Richard Curtis. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is this montage? It was the weirdest thing ever. Like, so, so bizarre. We, like, we so obviously strange. get that near the end, but 
yeah you're totally and I, do you know what I think is really interesting this year there's been parts of the Love Island fandom that has been weaponized this year more than we've ever seen it before like even as far as like the social media handlers the social media handlers have played way more of a part of this conversation this year than we have ever seen it before like it started with like Hannah and India and Dami and their handlers on Twitter being so good but it has spilled out to everyone and all of them getting more involved and using their platforms while the Islanders are in there to make stories even down to, to Tasha's dad who was making statements about her and all this kind of stuff like we've seen those platforms really making an impact on the narrative we've also seen ITV trying to kind of come for these fan spaces we've seen them lean into reddit and get involved in the, the threads over there we've seen them really lean into twitter spaces and try and take up some of that listenership over there like they're trying to find these pockets where the conversations are happening naturally like this podcast like more podcasts like talks with ash like all of these things happening around the internet and they're trying to try and grab those spaces as well and i just feel like love island has they've tried to take up way more of the conversation space than they ever have and i think actually that might that kind of echoes what you were saying, Carla, about, you know, creating these moments, even when they're not airing. And I feel like, I mean, they have done that. Like, I've never seen the level of demand from us for Goss that we have yeah. this year. Like, wh- like, where is the press preview? Like, people were like, where is it? When is it coming? Have you got images? Have you seen this? Like, way more than any other year, I feel like, because it's been constantly spilling through throughout the day. We've not been kind of conditioned into this, like, Oh, for first look comes around lunchtime and then the show's on tonight. Do you know what I mean? It's like anything could come at any minute and we all have to be woke and aware and ready to see something on Twitter. I just think it's full-time fucking work. Like it's full-time work. Do you know what I mean? Or oh, it's like, it's certainly my full-time job. <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking wish it was. I was there on my lunch break, like two seconds there trying to get the press preview up. Um, yeah, hectic. Um, let's get into the episode a little bit. Um... We picked up, it was the final day in the villa. Everyone's a great form. Dami is saying that since it's the last day, they should make a celebratory drink. The lads are going to get in the glass, the girls a glass of Prosecco. Uh, the girls are saying that this is their dream, having the men cook for them in boxers. And it's certainly not mine. Seeing these lads walk around in their boxers is just such a confirmation for me. I'm just like, it's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's really unnerving. I'm like, there's something about... Oh, it's, so, it's such loose fabric and they're just walking around. I just know I can't. there's something about this whole like, like what did Luca said at one point tonight that Gemma was sexy and I was like she's a lot of things she's not fucking sexy pal like there there's something about this kind of oh I love to see the men in their boxers yeah cooking breakfast go feminism like it's not it just doesn't do it for me and I no. don't know and I, I honestly feel because again Millie did an article and she was talking about the voice of God where like in the villa if they're having shy conversations this like a speaker fan will come on be one of the producers being like Millie stop talking about your nails and start talking about something good and they'll like have to move on and move on the conversation can you imagine if you had that in real life like, but like can, shit. I can probably do with it a bit more to be honest even <laughs> shy I'd be talking I'd say I'd say a lot of people are like wow I wish there was I wish there was that for this local podcast but I guess <laughs> <laughs> Like, why does why does Orta keep inviting Carla on? No, but like I'd say at one point, like they were like, "Hi guys, do you want to talk about how sexy the lads are in their boxers and how how cool that is because they're making you breakfast? Roll reversal, whoop whoop, girlies! You know the nail whoring the world. 
where he no, was like, he was like out the night before something and Nighthorn tweeted and he was like, do you want to see a single person today? Thanks. Had a oh. really good night. Just don't want to see, just don't want to see anyone or talk to anyone. Thanks. That's how I feel about male erections after this. <laughs> like, if I have to see another semi, I'm fucking hopping off. Luca like, was standing on ceremony. That's all I'll say. Oh, like just, guys. I... There's only so many illusions of a Jap side that I could tolerate. That's all I, <laughs> I just, all say on I can't, I can't with the thin fabric and the gray. They're always gray boxer shorts. Yeah. So gross. And then I just think ever since we saw Jax's dirty skids, I'm just like, yeah, it's really, it's, it's, it's like next year, they're all going to be wearing full robes when they get out of bed. Yeah. Like, there is nothing under there. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing of joy under there, girlies. So let's just, let's just relax. I just, I can't with this purse for them. Like, yeah, they're coming in their box. I don't know. I am gay, so I feel like that's I'm not the target. No, don't worry. I you're backing like, me up, so it, no, it was... I don't think I don't think that was for the straights either. I'm not sure who that was for. <laughs> it was for it's for the voice of God in the ceiling. Very odd. Very um, odd. they are drinking their prosecco, and then they get the text to say Love Island 2022 summer ball is happening. They're going to be doing their dance class. Everyone is a good form. Look, I look. I'm sorry to anyone who loves Gemma and Luca right but I'm gonna say it like it is we have one more episode I'm gonna say it like it is Gemma and Luca are miserable the whole way through this episode like slapped arses the pair of them like they couldn't they're clearly not warning people right so I'm with them on that but like the last morning would you not drum up a little bit of a clap or something or just a let's go guys or something like fucking fake it till you make it do you know what I mean they're miserable like I'm not like fear in the bed with the hoodie over and the sunglasses. I'm like, oh, she has once again woken up and chosen absolute misery. And like, misery. I can't blame her. I absolutely cannot blame her. But as you said, there has to be a level of like, it's the final and we don't know the timeline, but you know what? It's their, at least their final week whenever they shot this. Yeah. Like you've pretended this far. Surely you can just drum up. 12 hours of energy to just be like Haha, I, lo- I love dancing with you Luca <laughs> like do you know what I mean I'm sorry I have a question for you too if you knew that you were and you knew what was coming you knew that they were going to get bargain basement Debenham's dresses out for you and you were going to have to do some kind of embarrassing ballroom dance yeah. and it was going to have to be in the garden with as we know now no music like yeah. what would your reactions be I highly doubt you'd be like lepping out of the clam like Danica like you just wouldn't you just well, I don't know. I really like attention, Carla. So I'm um, performing. So I feel like I tolerate it. The oh, dresses, yeah, not as not as much of a buzz for me. But um, no, the dresses yeah. were as I said, I can't blame her. It's been a long eight weeks. I would say she was counting down the seconds to be like, just get me yeah. out of here. I am done. And as well, this day feels so different every other day in that there is way more production involvement. Like there's way more of a schedule. You know, we need to get you here, 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 here. Like I would imagine production came in the night before being like, right guys, tomorrow now we're going to be filming all of these segments, like all this kind of stuff. I feel like it probably felt like a different type of day. And like, I saw a lot of people online being like, oh, Danny's really moody that he didn't, that he came in whatever place and yada, yada, yada. I'm like, I just think they're all behaving a little bit differently because the cameras and the production are all very visible to them. Like, I think it does definitely impact how casual they are and how relaxed they are. And I can kind of get it from that perspective, but I'm also just like, which is not just fucking... Amp it up. Do something. Do something. Just, Come just on, man. A bit of a, bit can't of a just you sit there. or something. Do you know what I mean? Just, can't you gotta, just sit there. You gotta do something, guys. <laughs> do something. Gotta can't do something. There. <laughs> uh, the dance instructors arrive in questionable fits. 
What was that and about? Who were they? Who were those people? <laughs> when he, he was like, them. scoop the hair, scoop the hair. I was like, If they're what? really famous and talented dancers, sorry, I actually wasn't trying to be rude there. I just genuinely, no idea. And the outfits were uh, causing me to itch uncontrollably. And it yeah. was like, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. No, it absolutely was. It was very, very unnerving. Um, Andrew is saying Tasha's obviously all right at dancing and she gets a bit miffed. And he's like, no, you're obviously good. Luca is saying me and Gemma were definitely but the, the worst, but we had a laugh. India and Dami, Dami are kind of fighting, but like play fighting because they're not getting right. Um, and Dami or Davide and Ekansu are just having a bit of a laugh. They're just like really embracing it, like getting totally into it. Um, but there's the difference. Like Luca and Gemma, we just had such a laugh cut the camera to absolute crickets in their corner versus Davide and Ekansu who are doing some kind of version of the limbo. Like dirty dancing. Like dirty like, dancing. It was all yeah, yeah. going on. They didn't even know. They were like, let's just move. And like, I'm just going to copy what Tash is doing, step up in the corner. And yeah. it was like a little bit. Of like, But at the same time, could we not do something funner? Could we not get like Stomp the Yard in, Nick Cannon, the whole crew? Could we not yeah. do like, there's lots of dances that we could be doing here. Yeah, I just I wish they'd make them do like a sexy pottery class, you know, like I want yeah. ghost vibes like with Davide yeah. and Ekansu, you know, but I'm just like in all seriousness, the dancing is so that's another one of the issues. The final week is so boring because it's so predictable. Like yeah. we all know they're going on mad dates. One of them is gonna get something like really romantic, they're gonna be sung to someone goes on a boat, the other two are like wild cards. They you know, they stuck Fan Teddy in a pool, Dami in <laughs> India and the bloody flash whatever right but it's just like so they're getting a dance class they go shopping or they get their spa treatments and it's the lads back writing their poems like color paint by numbers television do something do something fucking different like it's just it's really it's really really tedious it's really it's so tedious and like i know that they can't obviously like try and stir up drama it's the final episode but like I don't believe that the only thing you could therefore do is send them to this fucking like introductory ballroom class. Do you know what I mean? Like there's got to be other things that you can do that's going to be interesting to us. Um, Like the boys are just continuing to practice and the girls are having a bit of a debrief. Ekin and India are having a bit of a joke kind of like play action about tonight's ball. Um, And they get another text to say the girls are heading out for their spa day. Um... India's doing a bit of jeering about summer is over to Dami, which was kind of funny. And Ekin leaves the villa and says, Love Island 2022, women empowering. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> like, like, just hashtag sign girl boss, hashtag slay, hashtag close the wage gap. I'm like, give this girl the crown. Give her the fucking crown. Like, I just... This Honestly, is, I'm so biased for it. She could do anything. And I'd be like, yeah, Grant. Grant. This, this is what we call hitting the beat. If anybody is aware of what hitting the beat or isn't aware of what hitting the beat is, this is when like with scripted reality, such as the Hills, they are told to talk about certain things and hit a beat. So for instance, Ek and Sue coming out being like women, supporting women while women lift each other up and also boss bitch each other but not too bitchy more like babe boss babing while also um being very elaborate but uh you know their demeanor is also very good with women to be (laughs) boss bitches and babes if you know what i mean hit the work count on your essay like just genuinely babelicious bossing girling 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 towards freedom women um women are the bomb and just to be honest fuck men but not fuck men we also do love them love men yeah yeah, yeah, love men we love men but also not as much as we love women women yeah Yeah. 
Well, we yeah. love men. Behind every great them. woman is more great women type fight. Yeah, but we're very straight because, you know, this yeah. show couldn't, the logistics no, wouldn't no, no. be too much. No, no, no. Logistics so there's, we can't. there's that conversation also. So like hitting the beat, off she goes. Yeah. God bless her. We do need her though. We, we do need, need oh, her. We need her. We need her. Yeah. Um, India's cheersing to being in the final four. Ekin is saying, this is the life. Breeze in our face and treatments. Um, the girls are starting to write their letters. Ekin is saying, you know, we can go as cringy as we want. Tasha is saying, just be you. India is saying, Dami has a way with words, so I'm just going to go for it. Tasha is saying, I'm definitely going to cry. Andrew can be so soppy, so I know I'm going to cry. India is saying, we should start getting dressed, like with not much time. Gemma says nothing. Like nothing. Just... It's not ours. Gemma's organized fun. She doesn't care. Gemma loves her necklace, and that's about it. Like most interesting thing about Gemma has been this 40 grand necklace. It's the only thing that I've been invested in about Gemma. Is Honestly. it 40 grand? Is that how much it is? Yeah, her one is a limited edition. There was only like fucking four made. I don't know. Like <laughs> why am I so into this necklace? Because there was oh, nothing else I could be into about that couple. So there you go. Oh, right. Someone put up pictures of their of the Owens mansion today being like this is the house Gemma's going home to she'll be fine at 50k I was like yeah I don't think she's in there for the 50k but I, I get the sentiment <laughs> I get the sentiment um the boys she needs back that capital like, funding for her bikini brand oh I had forgotten about the brand she's yeah, 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 just treating true. this like Dragon's Den just she, like no investment she, I don't think yeah actually she's surely not going to become like a brand ambassador she's surely going to launch something right like mm, like like mm-hmm, couture Couture bridal wear, but not like bridal as in brides, like bridal as in horses. Do you know what I mean? Like it's gonna be something oh, like tack, like actual like, horse tack, or like, like literal, <laughs> literal horse tack. Yeah. Oh my god, I heard she's gonna rival Kate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's gonna come out. She's gonna come out with some kind of fucking air wrap for like horses' manes or something. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? She's gonna come out with something like flyaways not over here not in no. my yard not my yard <laughs> money talks she's going to be she's going to be a brand ambassador for one of the big fast fashion smart my words no yeah. no yeah. i don't think i think that uh and another thing that i was fucking screaming about is her 80 pound bikini line which is just essentially plain fabrics cut into bikini shapes like it just I, i'll never understand it. it's something about housewives as well where they like they love a bikini line i'm like surely yeah this is like a drug front no one is buying these things <laughs> like this is like the sweet shops in london no one is fucking buying these for 80 quid a set surely yeah, yeah. not and then i go and read a fucking article about lucinda and how she's like nearly a millionaire off that celeb boutique ripoff no, whatever she was not. yeah whatever she was banging out beforehand and this is where we just wheel it all back in that i live in a reality that nobody else lives in because this is the fiat 500 like yeah mania where they are just like do you know what i'll just buy fucking anything at this point more, lads honestly more fool us lads more, more. fucking fool us <laughs> We need They're to monetize. Being like, stay to that bikini brand. And she's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm on my way to my first million and I'm not even 20 yet. Like, how embarrassing. How I just embarrassing. cannot wait for the day that we eat the rich. It's just, thank <laughs> God that person wrote the article on the Owens Mansion because I'll know exactly where to go. My knife and fork. Yum, yum, yum. Napkin in the collar. Uh, for I'm clarity, not- I'm not going to go to yum, any yum. house and eat anyone. She will. Oh. Wink. She will. Wink. She's a wild card. She's a wild card, that girl. While you're at um, it, just cruise by Lucas' sister's gaff. Have you seen that one? That was certainly... 
I no, sorry. I'm loving how she's pushing her like home reno channels. <laughs> Love it. She's like, and this is where I place my Chanel box right yeah. beside my Dior box, and that is style. Oh no! Honestly, so if my brother was absolutely getting landed on, that's how I'd capitalize as well. I'd just I be mean, like, yeah. mm, so anyway, moving away from him and back to me. Here's my gaff. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Isn't Look at nice? this stuff. Isn't it neat? <laughs> <That'd be> me. <laughs> The boys are writing their letters and Dami is saying that we need to get emotional. Emotion is good. Davide is saying, I forgot how to write and hold a pen. It's been eight weeks, but also can relate. I had to write something recently. And like, do you know when you pick up a pen, you haven't written in ages and you're like, and like your fingers just can't. Sure, his was typed. So I don't know what he was waffling on about. <laughs> um, Luca is saying, I don't know what to say. I need to tell Gemma that I really like her. I just can't think of it right now. I'm like, no, I think she's got it, Luca. I think she knows. Like, I think she's, I think she's clear. Uh, next thing the boys arrive in their tuxedos Andrew is rocking a very Debs style tuxedo Dami is wearing a lovely like double breasted number loved would we it. say lovely would we say lovely I loved it oh my god I really mm, liked it I liked it, it. lads yeah, it was too yeah. fucking short for him that big booty was popping out like no but I thought that was the style no wasn't tailored correctly can't and sorry excuse me as if you could say that with Davide who invented suits just oh, no, sitting I was getting- I was literally getting, I was working down the line, Carla, before you so rudely interrupted. But I'm just saying, how could you, how could you even comment on a suit that wasn't Davide's? Like how how you didn't even lead with Davide's suit beyond me. Because you finish, you last a zest. Look, it's your podcast. I'll let you away with it. (laughs) (laughs) Voice of God, Carla, talk about the pot. Talk about Davide's talks. Talk about the suit. Tell her to shut up. Talk about the first Tell her to shut the fuck up and talk about Davide's suit. Um, no one cares about double resting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He looked unreal, didn't he? Like it, like it looked like he had brought a fitted suit with him. Whereas the rest of the lads looked like they were they were looking through a rail and found something that fit their style. Davide looked like he was like, no, no, no. I brought my own. It's fine. Don't worry. Do you know? Davide filled out every corner of that suit, and I'd love him to fill in me. To be honest, he <laughs> is built like a brick shit house. I. <laughs> And watch your man, girl. Watch your man. <laughs> David and Fanula has a nice ring to it, you know? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> There's a very loud. I've had one. every inch of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I didn't say every She's inch. She's on the wine. She's on the wine. I'm glad you finished that, yeah. <laughs> However many inches he's got, I'm sure we can. I'm sure oh, we can handle that. <laughs> like a bag of chandling. What are we talking about now? I've got lost track. What have we gone into? I'm too busy writing fucking smoke books with me to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to be an author. Honestly, watch out, Amber. I'm on the Mills and Boone next. <laughs> it's just me and Dad today, fan fiction. She's banging up a piece on Medium as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh my what the God. fuck was Luca wearing? Could somebody tell me? Oh my Aww. god, that was it was tragic. Sorry, it was a bit tragic. Now I have to say. I mean, like they clearly all picked their suits. Like, do you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, uh, you can tell Luca picked his. Like, yeah, you. I mean, you could tell Andrew picked his as well. It was the oh, most. Oh no, it was so dad. The most like dad suit, <laughs> and you could tell Davide picked or Dammy picked his because, like, I've seen his Instagram. And he loves a double breasted jacket, so you could kind of tell that like they picked. So I feel like it's fair to say what was Luca wearing. <laughs> I can't think of it. He always goes for like junior. 
junior mafia vibe like the the third son do you know what I mean it's mafia like mafia juniors oh my god mafia juniors do you know what I mean BBC <laughs> if you need somebody to pitch shows I've got one perfect <laughs> Luca Bish is gonna be leading this whole thing but do you know what I mean he looks like the third son who's defo like up yeah, for the yeah. bargain and who, who will get shot in the deal because they don't really give that much of a fuck about him and yeah. to be honest they just want to put him out of his misery which he clearly is in and that's that's kind of that's as far as it went for me and he's standing beside David Gandhi I just don't know I just don't know if I would have done uh, it no honestly it was like I oh, do you know what I'm just glad that they allowed them to wear different suits this year I feel like we've seen them in the same like rent a suit over the last years that have just mm. shit. at least this year there's a little bit of individuality they had a little bit of a choice um then the the boys are all buzzing to see the girls and um, they're like I oh, just can't wait to see the girls can't wait to see the girls I noticed a couple of times that like Luca is so, so, so focused on Gemma. He's just like, yeah, I just can't wait to see Gemma. Whereas all the rest of the lads are like, oh, I just can't wait for the girls to get here and see what they look like. And even later when the speeches are happening, you know, like everyone is cheering everyone on. And like Luca and Gemma are just like not giving a bar. They're just like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's, it's not our story. I don't care. Like, it's just like, oh, guys, just get a bit of enjoyment out of it. Do you know what I mean? You're on the final stretch now. Just like soak it up, like put on a brave face. Do you know what I mean? Um, Tasha's out first. She is in a black strapless sequence number with the high what are they called socks no gloves <laughs> hand so- socks socks gloves. for your paws what are they gloves. called gloves Orla <laughs> they're called gloves I'm losing the will to live <laughs> it's for your hands you know those I can yeah, yeah. I'm I, familiar with them yeah, yeah lads this is my 41st episode Orla Pull it together, man. Okay. You're not getting a a bar of sympathy here. Gloves. (laughs) Gloves. Let's go. (laughs) I can't. I can't. She looked great. She looked great. Yeah. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Yeah. She She knows how to dress. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's really, it's one of the, what I think has been one of the best parts. To, about this series is that, that we are actually able to pick out their styles and yes. Tasha by far has the best style out of any of the contestants by the bitch far. can turn a look yeah. the proportions are like and it's the difference and it's the difference between like a bird who's been a model but also has like quite good style themselves because she does have those proportions like she's unbelievable to look at like the whole episode I was like fuck she's fab she always has been. She's never not been fab. Like she's never put on an outfit and I've been like, that's not for me. Every single thing I feel thing like I remember looks from Tasha. You know what I mean? Like I remember yeah. outfits from her. Like the I green. remember the blue cutout dress. The green, the, green, the blue, yeah. the, the bomber cute. jacket. Yeah. Kind of bomber. thing I think she wore during Casa Moore. Like yeah. you remember looks. Whereas mm-hmm. the rest of them, you kind of remember like styles. Like I know yeah. that like Ekin loves like a booby silky bodycon and that's her vibe and all kinds of like you remember stuff Tasha I'm like I remember that look almost yeah. like a housewives reunion where you're like oh I remember that reunion she wore this like it's yeah. very much like yeah she's got she's got style she looks amazing Andrew's blushing they're both like really happy to see each other it's very cute Dami is cheering Tasha on and kind of hyping her up a little cute. bit so really cute. cute really loved and- it Note from Tasha as well that she tells all the boys they look lovely. And again, when they get, find out their results, she's the first to like go up to everybody and like embrace them. And I just think it like, I think it says a lot. I think it's telling that in the final moments that they're like, you all look great and you're all so lovely and whatever. Um, India's next out. She is in a strapless white sequins type dress. Oh, they did her so dirty. I, I did never, le- I will never forgive them for that gang. I didn't love it. I didn't and love I it. Her and I like, love her. Just permanently so stunning. Like, 
Her makeup is always on point. Her hair is always on point. I just, I didn't. No. She looked stunning in it. She can kind of wear anything. Yeah. But it was just a bit nah. like. Do you know what it was giving I did, me? I was just like... that dress. I'm like, it's so wedding-esque, so yes. Debs-esque. And it was like, you've done this on purpose. And I'm yeah. not sure why. What it the gave fuck? Me, it gave me like early seasons say yes to the dress when everyone picked that same like Panina Tournay dress yes. that they all went for. Like, I was like, is this that dress? Is Randy going to pop out now and be like, you look amazing. Like The, sh- the chiffon like, and the ruching with the, no. se- the sequins. I was like, get me out of here you like, can't let this happen in front of my eyes that girl has been like and this is the thing each girl has their own little individual style and india has always been color color has always yeah. been her thing she pops out a blue a green a yellow a pink and it's and i i would almost forgive it if it was cerise pink because i'd yeah. be like at least she kind of white the fuck like no yeah. i'm sorry what was that i i'll never uh, forgive them Ever. It felt so different. It didn't feel like her either. No. Like it just didn't feel, it just didn't feel like her. And I was like, oh, okay. Like she obviously is still gorgeous. Like it wasn't like, oh my God, what's this foot? Like what the hell is this? Like she was obviously gorgeous, but it was just like, oh, that's like underwhelming. I just didn't, especially after Tasha, because it was just like she served such a look. It was like, oh, this is so nice. Um, Dami is still like, whoa, I'm so excited. He's like giving her the elbow to like walk her over. And he's like filling her full of praise and just being really like gushy and lovely. And they're just like super cute and super like horned on for each other, which I always just think is so lovely to watch. Uh, Luca is like sweating it over Jim. He is like nearly in tears. Like he is like constantly on the verge of tears this whole episode. And then Gemma comes out. She is wearing a dress she's worn so many other times. Like she looks amazing. She's gorgeous. But like, I was just like, I just feel like Tasha upped the ante. And I just don't think anyone else like gave us like, finale that was like finale moment and that was it like I just felt like oh yeah yeah they look good but like yeah even Ekans like the color <clears throat> was nice but even beyond that similar to watch Sephora Gemma I was like you've worn something yeah very, very similar. similar to this and I'm just a bit like all right like Gemma has 100% worn that one shoulder silhouette before maybe not a full length thing but I was just a bit like Okay. Yeah, yeah, but that's very her. Like, and she even said it at one point. Like, she was wearing pantsuits and like she was ready for the boardroom. She wears cla- like her and her ma have the exact same style. I'd say they have yeah. the exact same wardrobe. Like her stuff is a carbon copy of the of the bits and bobs that her mum wears in yeah. that way that she always wears neutrals. She always wears a classic style. Like, Do you know what she loves? A military blazer. I can see it on her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a gold buttoned black cool blazer. Yeah. yeah, for sure. With a fucking Birkin. But I'm like, her. she'll be, she is that kind of person. And I yeah. think she's very, I th- she mentioned it a couple of times in different episodes where she was like talking about dressing and like, she was like, I'd never wear or color. Like she's not a color girl she was nearly crying the day that they had to wear blue. She is like neutral queen, very like, that's just kind of her comfort zone. So I wasn't really shocked. It was like, it was a nice dress. And it was one of those dresses that if she wore it out, you'd know that it cost like 20 grand and he'd be like, for what? Yeah. Mm. Ekin is out last. Davide is beaming and he just tells her that she looks beautiful and they kind of quickly get over to the cheersing. Andrew's cheersing to finding friends for life and finding love on Love Island. Um, we pick up and they're doing the speeches. I'm going to breeze through these because I've realised that we've been talking for nearly an hour and we've not gotten to anything of relevance yet. Um, oh, sorry, listeners. So, <laughs> sorry, you guys. Uh, first up, Gemma and Luca. Gemma says, from the minute you walked, I'm sorry now if the transcription wasn't great because I was after a couple of glasses and I was trying my best. From the minute you walked, 
walked in, I knew you had something special, started our journey on separate paths, but ultimately I was, we were drawn together. Your banter is something that I loved. Our time in here has been plain sailing. I came in here for a fun summer and hopefully to find a connection. I found so much more. You've brought a little bit of a selfish side out of me, although I know I can be hard work. We've talked about so many plans and I'm so excited to actually do it all on the outside. Luca is getting very emotional. Uh, Luca then says, first came to, when I first came to, they're all boasting about this thing of like you were the first person I saw like that means nothing like it means nothing I don't it mean literally it. means nothing and it's no. also a lot of fibs from people a yeah. lot a lot of fibs no no no, no. yeah it's not the compliment you think it is and also like you didn't like you definitely looked at Laura first you were definitely looking like all around the place for do you know what I mean like you're yeah definitely... it's just you don't need to lie like it's, we're here now like yeah, it's fine yeah. Uh, he's saying first uh, the first person I saw when I came through the flurry corridor um, from the moment I got you up on that terrace I knew it was you you've made me so proud and it's only the start once in my life I feel like I can open up to someone uh, the little things made me fall in love with you like when you call me a knobhead I uh, can see why you are the person you are today after meeting your mum I can't live without you after this my, you're my best friend and hopefully something else very soon Grant uh, if there's one more alluding to the girlfriend thing, I will personally, like, I'll I'll be with Fanu, like, she'll be trying to eat the rich, and I'll be just like checking that that lad doesn't have a concussion because how dopey that he is. I can't gagging. deal gagging, and it's weird. But to be honest, there's so many weird things that he did. Don't give a fuck about any of those speeches. Nothing in there of substance or that anybody cares about. Theirs was defo the worst though Like Defo was so light on everything And even Gemma kind of half joked about it being like Short and sweet lol Um, But even The the only thing I will give Luca The the, minute amount of credit for Was that there was a tiny bit more personality in it Personality in it Like you can tell he does like her He does like her But I mean You are a Luca apologist (laughs) Do you know what I mean But it was I know I'm so sorry I cannot believe what I've become But even like she's going on being like We bicker all the time But I wouldn't have it any other way And it's like You should want it any other way You shouldn't be bickering all the time And he's like I love when you call me a knobhead It's like Hating each other as a couple Isn't a personality trait You know what I mean Like it's just Theirs was comparison absolutely the weakest like I'm not surprised that they led with theirs because it was so dry yeah so dry um I thought it was surprising that they led with theirs just given given the like the hype that ITV has been putting behind like it's clear that ITV have wanted them to win for a very long time now I do think they've kind of abandoned that plan the last couple of days because I think they've seen the swell of support for Ek and Sio Davide also cannot wait to see the breakdown of votes I cannot wait yeah. that should be that usually comes out tonight right that usually comes out pretty soon so I think the voice of God probably came in was like lads that's boring say something say something Something else else at this point um Dami and India are up next India is saying from our first chat by the fire pit I caught a vibe the spark was too much to ignore you're attentive and pick up on the small things that make me happy you know what I'm thinking without me saying a word I always feel safe from two heartbreakers to two lovebirds I can't believe I'm stood here with my perfect partner who I adore I'm so excited to choose each other always uh Davide is like cheering the pair of them on and then Dami's getting a bit emotional and Davide's telling him he can do it and it's very sweet Dami is Dami is saying I didn't expect to meet someone like you I'm grateful for you allowing me to get this close we've come a long way we've had a flat tire along the way we've picked up a whole new set of wheels and now we have a long road ahead you catch me in a daydream sometimes and I'm thinking about you I'm so excited to do everything we spoke about uh so basically summer autumn winter spring I can't wait to spend every season with you I would choose you if I had to do this 100 times over I love you 
Oh, why was- did he have to reference summer? Like, I just, it's not that funny. No, time was never even funny in the first. Do you know what I mean? I did, otherwise, I did really like it. And I thought yeah. kind of seeing that emotion from him yeah. was good because I just feel like it's what I've been lacking from him yeah. throughout. And I would really like to see them take a good crack at it. But I'm still kind of on the team. They're yeah. great friends and they were in it to win it together but like maybe there's not not a huge amount there romantically i'm hoping i'm proven wrong do you think i don't know in I, India? Just, oh, I think they're compatible i think they I do are think they're I think compa- they i'm not saying they're other. not compatible and i would hope that there's there's just i feel like dami entered and wanted like a great summer and he got it and was just kind of like anything else is a bonus you know what i mean i just we've seen it from how he's like gameplay the small <clears> bit like stuff he said is like kind of really throw away I want to see them like last throughout this that's my wish for them I'm not sure if they will I think they'll be fine regardless and I think they will stay friends I can't see them being just because of how the relationship has gone on the inside as well I think it'll be like very casual cool and they'll just be like yeah whatever if and when they do break up Um, I feel like I'm buying I feel like I'm buying it I'm buying it yeah Yeah. I I just I, I feel I feel like I'm so soft on Dami, like way softer than I am on other people because I just, there's just something about him that I just, he, there's a charm about him that I'm just like, oh, fuck it, you've won me over again. And He's I feel so like, charming. I really, so charming. I desperately Charisma want to be friends with him. I yeah. desperately yeah. want to go out with him. Yeah. Um, I think we haven't seen the full picture with him in terms of how he gets on with the others because he gets on, like, despite yeah. him kind of being a bit of a game player, he gets on with everyone so well. Such yeah. a strong friendship with Paige. Other people have shouted him out as being like, a very good egg there is yeah. just I something them, I, and I don't I really please don't take this that I mean this is a criticism or whatever but I like I think it's in the same way that we can acknowledge like Ekin and Davide maybe they're not 100% genuine and they weren't to play games and have fun whatever and like anything else was a bonus I kind of think maybe it's the same for them I just ever since Casa Moore I'm like they had a plan they both wanted a couple of, they're up, up with other people and then they were going to come back together and it's worked. And I'm like, that's fine. I really like them. None of them really did anything super bad. I'd like to yeah. see them come out a bit more and talk about maybe the Tasha situation a bit more. But I think like, that's, that's fine. It's a TV show. You know what I mean? Like it's, I don't know. I buy, I just buy them. I just fully yeah. buy them. I like, I just, I look, I mean, if they last, I don't know. Like I, I you can never predict with Love Island, but like, I just buy them. I just yeah. think even, even the way they told each other they loved each other, it was so like it felt so like awkwardly natural and like I don't know. I just think they're the only couple in there that I think have been fluid with each other and have been and I I do put that down to the fact that they are very good friends, but there is an undeniable chemistry with the two of them. I think they'll go through a bit of a rocky patch when they get out in India, realizes the full extent of his crack because she will get a little bit of the ick but I think it'll almost go in his favor where her ego will be knocked and I think that's what ended up happening I think she brought back Deji thinking that it was going to be a bit of a like shocker and then she got a bit of an egg in the face with Summer and backwards in the same way that he thought that he was really doing something with Summer and got a bit of an egg in the face with Deji both their egos had to lessen a little bit and now it's almost because of that hurt they'll be able to glue together and I do think that they'll they'll need each other for what's coming for them in the next six months. Yeah. And I think with with that, I think with Dami, it'll be all about. I think he's fickle in the way that it's it's who's around him. And I think with India, he does want to make a go of it because 
he's going to have to, even if it's for genuine reasons or not genuine reasons, I think, I think the two of them will have to make a go of it. And I do think because they have chemistry, they fancy each other. You can tell that they fancy each other and they have yeah. a good friendship. I think that they will be, I think they might be one of the only, I think they will be the only ones out of this that might actually go think- a bit of a distance, a bit of a distance, not a massive distance. I think they'll do, they'll do like 18 months, maybe. Like a prison sentence. Yeah, like a like a light stabbing. I don't know. Like it's just it's like intent. It's what is it? I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Eighteen months. That's Eighteen months. and go. Um, Davide and Ekansi were up next. Ekin is born for this. Uh, she says oh. first. The first evening I entered the villa, I saw your face. The spark was instant. It's been a hell of a ride for us, but good things don't come easy. With every bump in the road, our connection has become stronger. Rome wasn't built in the day, and neither was uh, was our love. Uh, only you can annoy me so much and then make me want to kiss you right afterwards. We're perfect for each other. You're my soulmate and I want you to, to be my present and my future. Te amo, Davide. Um, she's loving flexing this little bit of Italian that she's learned. Like, it's outrageous. I can't believe she said soulmate. I was like, soulmate. girl, we, like we buy it. Like everyone is on board with you. Like you don't, I you don't just have to like, say this. You don't have to go that far. Remember, you don't like say no. anything else. Anything was it, it Reese? Was it Reese that she was like, Davide has my heart, my head, my soul. And it was like, why are you like, just where's like, soul? Like, What's happening with soul? Where did this come from? Is that like I think, big I in your culture? She, <laughs> I think she's just like, no one else is saying about their soul. So like yeah. I can get one step further with soul. Like it's, she wants soul merch. She wants soul merch. hundred percent. She's going to start saying it's like selling soul sessions. I don't know. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Sponsored by Soul Cycle, just soul. like <laughs> sponsored by Souls in soul general. Beer, <laughs> yeah, just go. Cool. Uh, Davide is saying that was nice. Um, and that, was, that was nice. That was nice. That was nice. That was nice. Ready for the night. <laughs> Since the moment I saw you, I knew there was something special. It feels like we've known each other forever. There have been some ser- some errors, but when two souls are destined for each other, they cannot escape each other. So I knew it wasn't the end. From our first date in the vineyard, things started improving exponentially. Real things are never perfect. Uh, when the right person crosses your path, you feel it straight away. Uh, as I did, I'm so excited to see what the future holds for me and for you. And then he also says to Emma, um, and then they have a bit of a kiss, which is classic Davide and Ekin, a bit overly passionate, but also funny to watch and lovely to watch. And then Luke and Gemma are like, oh, wow, they're going for it. Uh, Dami is like, yes, guys, absolutely love it. Go for it. Um, just a very warm feeling. Everyone's really enjoying the kind of gushing of feelings. Sorry, I Barrel. just, Barrel. I couldn't, like, a lie, a lie, and another lie. Like, anything could be written in that. Like, he could have been reading off, Sam, the first night of bed when you left, Rom made out with two <laughs> girls and placed his head in between a girl's breasts. No, like, honestly, at this point in time, they could have, they just applied something for him, but he was like, very good, I will read the same. Yeah. Like, couldn't, the two of them couldn't have given, she was giving performance, and he yeah. was giving, like, no fucks. They couldn't care less. He was like, I love you, Ekin, but just FYI, like, I know what you did last summer. I still remember you there falling. I'm not really willing to let that go yet. Did he? Like, he mentioned it. He referenced it in the speech, did he? He, he said it. He said it when Laura was talking yeah. to him later, that when she got with Jay and stuff, I was like, all right, Davide, never letting that one go. Ever. Um, Fuck no. in hell. I think that's going to be a stickler for them going forward if they yeah. are genuine, which I'm still a bit like, I love them, but I... You no, know, I'm the same. I think, I'm the same. There's a reasonable amount of side eye there. I think if yeah. they are legit, I just feel like it's going to be 
I don't know. I think they're going to, we're in for a bumpy ride with them for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, finally, Tasha and Andrew. Andrew's very emotional. Tasha's telling him, it's just me and you. And then Tasha says, walking into this villa, I had no expectations, but I hope to meet my first love. I never felt this way before. You're everything I asked for. Ambitious, dedicated. You care for others. You have a sexy body. And not a single thing I'd change. Our journey has had ups and downs, but we both knew we'd find our way back to each other. Our love is unbreakable. My dad said, I'm his princess looking for her prince and you're fantastic at it. Thank you for expecting, uh, accepting me for me. You take care of me by even taking my cochlear implant out for me at night. And that makes me know that you're the one. I'm so mad about you and I love you. Um, Andrew then says, you were the first person I saw walking in. Right, okay. And I thought you were stunning. I can't thank the public enough for putting us together. We've not had an easy time, but I wouldn't change a thing. I can't wait for the future. We have so many dreams to conquer. I can't wait to see what we achieve next. I love your eyes when we look at each other from the other sides of the villa, the way you scrunch your nose and our secret hand squeeze. When you told me about your superpower, I knew how special you were. You're so brave and will inspire so many people. I love you with all my heart and will love you forever. They're very emotional. It's it's cute. I believe them. I think they're a bit annoying, but I believe them. I believe them. I just, I totally get it about the journey and yeah. tit licking and everything else. I get it. But then I'm also like, I'm so glad that it happened because that was ample entertainment for us. Iconic. I mean, let's call a spade a spade there. I I think they'll probably last the longest on the outside. Yeah, There's I something so. about them. I feel like Tasha got a bit of a raw deal in terms of, I don't want to say edits, but whatever. I don't know, just in terms Kinda of general public though. perception Kinda. initially. Yeah, I like I think but in terms of the whole she's a game player she's been really tactical whatever I think she bore the brunt of it when like some of the lads were like yeah. right there and also doing the same things yeah um I do still just think it's really funny that like Andrew will consistently refer to you know the bumps in the road and the journey yeah, yeah, yeah. he's referencing is him essentially cheating on Tasha which is the bumps in funny. Coco's chest like is what um he's yeah to. I thought their speech was probably the strongest in terms of giving you the like roundest idea of like their relationship and stuff we didn't see like the stuff they share privately yeah um it was it was quite emotional like I I I definitely buy them now and I would like to see them last but we'll see the outside world is a big and scary place I could see them being a very very quote unquote like boring Love Island couple after this that we don't yeah. really there's no major stories for them. They very much yeah they'll they definitely be much, back on after Sonia making the cocktails yes, yeah. like, very Paige and Finn very much like settling into like a couple's life that's kind of like that's lovely for you but I'm not getting anything out of this anymore so we'll part ways do you know what I mean I think Tasha learned a massive lesson that like not all attention is good attention and I think yeah. that's something that she has had to overcome and she wanted someone like Andrew, but she also wanted to have her cake and eat it too. And that was like a little bit of her storyline. Not to yeah. say that the lads weren't doing the exact same. They absolutely were. Yeah. But I think it's just, it, I just think the the audience, like as much as we can pretend, like it, it's, we're just not used to watching it. We're not used to seeing women just kind of be open about, you know, being a little bit chancy and a little bit flighty. Like, and that's absolutely fine. Yeah. It's or I think they kind of have to do it in like a quote unquote funny way in yeah. the way that kind of more I reckon do. Reckon, because exactly. Tasha was like not used to be brazen. That. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Yeah, used and to be like wasn't brazen. doing it in a comedy yeah. again yes. in first comments way. People were like, fuck her, blah blah blah. When at the yeah. end of the day, like it's to almost be way too yeah. reassuring with your intentions so that people yeah. know how like how you're gonna play it. Yeah. It's like they can't trust you when they feel like there's a little bit of like when they feel like you're sly, that's when it goes. 
And I think that it's goes. the comparison to Andrew as well. I think the fact that Andrew was so sure and he was mo- he was moving down the levels of like, yeah, no, I really like her. No, I really, really like her. No, I really, really, really like her. And she was still in that space of like, I'm not sure I'm getting to know the game. And I think it was the comparison as well that made her look so much worse. Mm-hmm. Like she was doing essentially what everybody else was doing, but because yeah. Andrew was so laser focused. And I think she definitely was somewhat... It was definitely clear that she wasn't fully set on him, but I don't think she vocalized it in a clear enough way to make all of us be like, okay, yeah, no, she said it. He needs to relax. And I think I personally definitely think I gave her a raw deal. I think I was like, she's treating him like a mug. And then afterwards I was like, actually, no, she's not. She's done exactly what everyone else is doing. She's not responsible for how quickly he's fallen in love with her. And like, it's not her responsibility to be right there along with him. And I just think Tasha's, Tasha's arc on this show has been like, I think unlike anything we've seen on it before. Like, I think... I think we all need to take a look at ourselves for how we spoke about her halfway through. And like, there was people who obviously did worse, but like, I definitely was like, she's playing him and she's playing a game and she's like, do you know what I mean? Leading him on and all this kind of stuff. And I don't think she actually was. I don't think that was her intention. I think she was just like, no, I'm still playing the game. He's dead set, but like, I've never said I'm there. And like, I know that was my, my perception of it. Yeah. I think we were all waiting for that. We were all waiting for her to do something big on him. Do you know, yeah. and that's and then it turned out he the Coco situation no one saw coming, and it's interesting listening to Coco talk about it and be like, Andrew's a dark horse. He is a sexual person. He is up yeah. for the shag, ASAP. Like that man is, and I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, but I suppose yeah. When I look back now, I'm like, I think we just thought that she was. I think we just thought that she was something that she wasn't, but in a way that. In my head, she was waiting for something better to come in, which I do believe she was. But yeah, while she was waiting, she also started to fall in love with Andrew. And I think there was that flip that when he did yeah. the dirty on her again, it was that little bit of that ego bruise. And sometimes you need that ego bruise to be like, fuck, he has options that will yeah. push you eventually toward that option. And I think that's sometimes the making or the breaking of a relationship. Yeah, like I mean, it was for mine, but you know that kind of way. Sometimes you do. You need something to be like, oh, holy fuck! I'm not your world. You're everything, and you know, in that way. Yeah. So I think that like it's these little slights because they weren't together. He didn't cheat on her. They weren't exclusive. She was out kissing Billy. People forget these things. It's just that kind of. It's when you're in that dodgy texting phase where you're dating, but you still haven't had the conversations, and that's where they were kind of sitting. And that's where it kind of got a bit weird, but the public couldn't really accept that from her. Yeah. And I think she did want someone like Andrew. She wanted somebody who was going to be soft. She wanted somebody who was going to like help her and like all the little really gorgeous, sweet things that he did for her and the way that he spoke about her, like he loves her. He yeah. loves her. Yeah, and I do yeah. think she loves him too. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I buy it now. I think they're yeah. fully, they're fully there. Mm-hmm. Um, After the speeches, they're all doing their little dance and then they all leap in the pool as is customary. Like Gemma trying to keep her hair dry when she jumped in the pool. I was like, girl, who are you trying to kid? Like, just fucking get in there and enjoy it. Why are you trying to keep your hair dry? Like, why are you trying to keep your hair dry? <laughs> you've got 17 air wraps upstairs. It'll be fine. Like, you've nothing you else to do. You've got 24 hours in this place. You can wash your hair again. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, Tasha does this little, like, spin jump into the pool. Did you have those things? What were those things? They were, like, angels or, like, butterfly Berries. wings. Like, do you remember the wings? And mm-hmm. you'd pull the string and the wings would, and they'd spin and their arms would go around. That's what Tasha was giving me. What would they call it? We'd spin them. I don't Something. know. Flutter. 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 I just know that video on YouTube where it's like it goes into the fire. 
yes the shame. shame pulls it and it goes yeah. and it goes straight into the fire and it's like yeah. a Christmas present I got them it's one year off Santa and I was like this is the best thing ever and then I realised that if you held the base if you held the fairy on the base and spun it their arms would spin and you could use it as a weapon so it was like I could I'm really glad we've gone so deep into this class. You have an yeah. interesting mindset, Orla. Yeah, well, I grew a up with two older brothers, guys. I okay, I needed I need <laughs> items of self defense. Um, this is where my hatred of men came from. No, my God. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, they're all jumping in the pool. Um, Laura then has a brief chat with the Islanders. It's boring because we recap it, so let's move forward. They do the throwback montage and they give us 2022 in clips, and it is essentially toxic men sucking on tits and Ek and Sue best bits. That's essentially yeah. 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 Right? I feel like they were kind of light on Jax as well And I understand why Initially yeah. I didn't think they were going to cover it at all And then you got some clips from Casa Moore And obviously him leaving But I feel yeah. like that was absolutely deliberate You know, Sure he's yeah. able to fucking marry Bedford today Is he? Hardly Yeah, yeah. oh Not yeah Mary, Apparently oh getting close God. Popped the whole kit and caboodle <laughs> gang Popped so they were Watch this space He's he He's not He's not letting that He's not letting no. that Adam Page thing lie, guarantee. No. And no. I, I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to see actually what happens now. I can't wait to see the 360 for him. Yeah. I think he, and I think to be honest, he has, he's just, and he's right in to be doing it too, girlies. You see people being like, <laughs> being like, Page is back in London, it's Jack's part outside. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you're bad, but you're good. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird when they all come out then that they're all roaming around the same circles because they all have a bit of a, a, a free pass there for a few weeks until they're waiting for everyone else to catch up. And now they're all out in the open and they're all going to be at the same events and all that kind of stuff. It'll be interesting to see. But sorry, Adam's bird is going to be collecting him from the airport. So come here. I, sure- I, I want to know what Zara McDermott has to say about some of his comments in the last couple of days about not finding a connection and all this kind of stuff. And I'm free- glad you picked up on that as well because I meant to say that on my stories and forgot. Like his whole redemption speak in reverse commas yeah. in the beach hut where he uh, was like crying and all. He was like, I never had a chance to find a proper connection. I was like, going out with Zara for a, a good while. Like that I, year. I you know what? Someone messaged me and was like, to be fair and to play devil's advocate, they were like, he didn't actually have that much time with, Tar- with Zara in the villa. Like she obviously got dumped and then he went on to Casa Moore. So he wasn't actually with her for a long time. Daryl. Like, <laughs> Daryl, yeah. Um, Daryl gone but never remember, forgotten. They, I think they called her Danielle in my messages and I was like, that's not her name. I don't think. Um, so like, I was like, yeah, fair. But also he chose to not go with her and he chose to stay and he chose to get someone else. And he chose, 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 chose. It wasn't that like no one came. I just thought it was a bit of a misrepresentation of his story. And I was like, Zara has been a good sport in her kind of commentary of Adam going back in. In fairness, she's been like, I wasn't expecting it. Wish him good luck. Like it's been very cordial. Like it's been very good. And I just think there was no need to bring her back into the narrative like that I was just a bit like oh like yeah the questions for him in his exit interview I thought were like very interesting and kind of spicy in the sense that I never expected we'd get it but there was also part of me that's like why yeah why you know especially because he was like wow I like I really wasn't expecting her to react which clearly maybe I'm reading too much into it but that leads me to believe that like because I can't really remember their breakup I feel like it was not great no, I don't think it was. I don't think it was terrible. I don't think it was like really bad. No, I don't, I don't. I don't think it was either. But like, I feel like it was. Yeah. In the normal sense of it, like they don't end well. You don't stay friends. Like you know. Yeah. What I mean? Yeah. Look, Adam. Oh, Adam is in there for one reason and one reason only, and that oh. is like love, and that's love, girls. And as we know, it's love. No, like Adam is 
currently managed by um, I think it's called Huge Influencer. I'm not 100% sure, but the Sims, huge you know, influencer. huge influencer, you know, the Sims family, they started, that's their agency. They started that agency. Sims family have just signed a deal with OnlyFans for a TV show that was just launched the other day. I like he's on their books. Like this is all a bit too convenient for me because I yeah. know that OnlyFans is trying to rebrand as like a subscription service just amongst everything else that they're trying to do. I think that this was all just like hand in hand, a ploy to kind of go with this yeah. whole kind of crack. Because even so I've like had a look, like I've had a look at the the run up and the, and the promo that they're doing for the show. And they're all like creating like their OnlyFans profiles. They're now like, they're like before the show launches, they're like, hey guys, you can chat to me now on OnlyFans. You can just subscribe and you can we can have a chat before like we launch the show. So I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if this is kind of like, we're going to get Adam to be doing gym bits and we're yeah. going to be, we're going to have our show, which is going to be like an OnlyFans Kardashians except about the same. There's got to be something in it. There's got to be something more to this deal. Like it just did not go back in yeah. there with the same. No, thing. I don't buy it. Just no, not for no one, one second. And but I not broke. even, not even as like a, not even as like a, I presume negative, but it's just like, I, like, I presume you're a businessman. Like you have. No, hard, absolutely not negative. It was, I mean? like, it was I'm a business not, decision. Yeah, they obviously of offered him some amount of money or whatever, or he or knew something. himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm just kind of like, I hope, I hope Paige realizes that. I hope Paige going in with her eyes open being like, this is yeah. exactly what it is. And sure, look, we had our fun, whatever. Bye-bye, sayonara. But there's part of me yeah. that also feels like she's absolutely not thinking She's like not. That, she's I'm not like, thinking that way. Like, and that's, girl, that's the elaborate part of it. Because I'm like, this is... And I don't think they paid him. I don't think ITV paid him. I think ITV no. were like, here's an opportunity for you to be able to make big bucks now when you come back outside. He was on like 900,000 followers. No idea how. But he was on like 900k followers. He's tipped over the million mark now. As I said, this all coincides. I think he's yeah. the lucky one for being able to get the opportunity. He went in there and he was always going to play it that way. And I know we all shot ourselves when like he first went in. I was like, oh, here we go. But yeah. the more that I watched him, I was like, I kind of fucking knew that he wasn't going to go in and he was either going to go in as a plant and fuck shit up and just be like the talk of the town or he was going to go in and do this. And like, yeah. I'm really sad that he went in and did this because he could have made a really good final two weeks out of that show. Yeah. By yeah. just tearing shit up. Yeah. And like this, and this is the difference with like, with shows like Love Island versus shows like The Housewives where the cast are paid. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you, you see people come back to Housewives and they're like, I have, I know I'm going to go back for the season. I'm going to just fucking rip through this place and I'm going to cause loads of stories and I'm going to really create some drama. And like, that's because you're paid and you have a salary and it's like, this is your job and you have to go in there and you have to do this. And there is lucrative value to what you're about to yeah. do. Whereas with Islanders, it's like, there's not that same incentive. And I do no. think Adam's incentive was his stock value and yeah. like what he wanted that to be when he came out. And by going in and causing drama, yes, it's brilliant for us, but like long term, what that, yeah, I think it's very. I didn't think it paid off from like, I mean, he's no. essentially with all his followers and everything else like that, he did go back to run in the gym. Like that's yeah. what he did. He's not, but he's not even really moved. Like from no. from, from nine and a half thousand or 950,000 or whatever it was to, to, to over a million. And that's like. And that's why it's it's shit in a way because you're like this is this is what it's yeah. become. But like, let's lean into it then, and let's yeah. get some good storylines out of you. Like, yeah. um, right, four place couple. We're back from the break, and they're going straight into the 
running order of where everyone's places. Fourth place couple, uh, Davide and Ekansu are looking very nervous, as is Luca, as is Tasha and Andrew. Tasha and Andrew are eventually announced they're in fourth place. They're giving everyone a quick cuddle and then they're over to sit and have a chat with Laura. Tasha is saying, it's just so crazy. We didn't expect to be here. Andrew is saying, yeah, I'm just so grateful. Uh, the, the goal was never to get to the final. It was to find a girl like Tasha and I feel like I've won anyway. She was the first girl I saw and I thought she was stunning, but I was just so nervous. Um, and she absolutely put me at ease. Tasha's saying that she saw him and thought he was a bit of me. Uh, Tasha is confirming that she was picked uh, for the other dates by Charlie and Jay, that it wasn't her decision to do it. Laura's bringing up the fact that she was kind of open to getting to know other people. Uh, then they go into the casa, more chat a little bit. And Andrew's saying like, for me, it was tough because I really liked Tasha. Hearing all the things that the casa girls had to say, it was definitely hard, but I felt like I needed to open myself up uh, to other people then. Uh, but eventually I knew that it was Tasha regardless. Tasha's saying the next step is moving in together and just having a great time and living our life. And then they're showing their best bits and they're laughing their way through it. They're having a bit of a cringe. Um, but this was generally sweet. Like I thought this was fairly cute. I just, yeah, I buy it. I believe her. Yeah, I believe I do her. Believe I cannot her. believe they came forth. I really, really, <clears throat> really cannot believe it. I was really confident on like first and fourth and then my second and third was interchangeable in my head. Yeah. Like I kind of would have been happy either way. Yeah. I Agog. Yeah. And I know we talk about echo chambers and I know we would have all been on relatively the same page about Gemma and Luca. I'm not on Twitter. I don't really get that sense unless someone DMs me about it. I was genuinely like, especially after watching that last speech, I'm like, how can you look at them and be like, yeah. they are not what this show is about. Yeah. yeah. Personified. Great entertainment. Demented journey clearly like each other they were shagging you can't say that for some of the other couples yeah and you're gonna throw that back in my face and have them fourth yeah yeah and- you know what i loved about tasha and andrew as well and they said it quite a few times tonight was and i think it bugged luca and Gemma to no end was the fact that tasha and andrew are truly the only couple that have been together since day one and like they have that like the, the public put us together they had a little bit of spitter and cast them more to be fair but the fact that they were kind of og partnered up together and yada 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 i think that I just feel like that kind of stuff annoys Luca. I feel like oh, in does. his mind he sees himself as top tier couple and see. And I really, really wherever they placed, I really want Tasha to place higher than Luca because I just think what she didn't hear from him over the last eight weeks about his opinions on her, his opinions on her relationship, his opinions on Andrew, what she didn't have to put up with from him. I was just like, justice will be served if she places higher than, than Luca. So that that upset me more than them placing fourth was just that it meant that they placed behind Luca. I think what we forget though, again, being in our echo chamber is that there is so much more backing for people like Luca and Dami and so many more pick me birds yeah. who want to demonize a woman in there. And Tasha just fit the mold so greatly because the tide turned on Ek and Sue and you just couldn't, you could like, she was one of those, she was a lovable rogue. I feel like Ek and Sue is very similar to Chris from season three in the way that like when you went in so cocky, you were like, oh my God, get this lad off my screen. By the end, you were like, you are my favorite person that has ever walked into this villa. I would die for you. Yeah. And that's kind of been very much her arc. Whether it's, I, I do think we forget that like, there's a lot of women out there who will always take a man's side over a woman's. And I don't know why we're still like this, but we are. And that's why we have to like, that's why we have to boss bitch, baby, girly bossies, you know, because yeah. there is unfortunately so much more spite out there 
for a woman considering all the shit that we let the lads away with and it'll always be that way yeah I I I think that's true but I think it also is like a lot of people just won't let ticket go which I can understand why you know what I mean like I think people are just like you were so into her in every possible like kissing her everything else like I think he's forgiven I don't think she has been do you know what it is as well? I think there's just so many people that see, see physical, like the physical cheating, air quotes, of like Andrew being with Coco as so much worse than any kind of emotional shit that Lucas put Gemma through. And I think that is a fundamental like thing that needs to change because this idea that like, oh, but sure he, like he never cheated on me or she never cheated on me. It's like, yeah, but like, there was all this other stuff. It doesn't just have to be like cheating on you. It doesn't have to be that he was with another girl or she was with another guy. There's all this other stuff. And I think there were so many people who that was the conversation being like, but Luke, but Luke has been so loyal. He's been so loyal. I'm like, yeah, but like, do you know what I mean? Like you can be loyal and also an asshole. Like, you know, I don't understand why you can't be both. Like I thought it was interesting how they, they, they subbed in, controlling for protective and they loved this fucking protective arc and India nearly said it after the compatibility coupling where she was like we know you're protective of not overprotective yeah just protective and it was like something that they all were skirting around and you could tell and that's why it came out when it came to the compatibility everybody was like yeah. thank fuck we've thank fuck we've been given an opportunity to talk about this this yeah. is not going to work and i think that the show has a lot of work to do around that because that behavior was not yeah. normal i don't care what anybody says if it was on something bigger if it was on like maths like if it was yeah. on married at first sight the like the therapist would be on the couch being like this is a red flag this is insane you cannot continue on this way or you will never have a healthy relationship yeah the way that he reacted to every and I know that people are like it's an edit and I know for like you did a good bit of like deep diving into that too about like the edit there's 24 hours in a day loads of people like talk about how highly they are but I do think they're all in a a little bubble of each other where they're like oh they're fun and I like Luke on his own I like Gemma on his own but you cannot edit what happened the conversations that were being had and his reaction to literally anything yeah like that's what I was saying it was like him repeat like it wasn't just once it was like repeatedly showing yeah his ass like I just didn't I couldn't fathom that when it's like you have this 85 page document on Judy Care. I just didn't get it. No. And I suppose like, oh, I don't they know. They should have made an just... example out of it. I think that's what I mean. They yeah. should have like, they made such an example out of like Andrew sucking on a tit, which by the way, I don't find is that big a deal. Yeah, I, I didn't know after because we had a conversation about it at the time or maybe it wasn't you or maybe it was a uh, the pure filth guys on Instagram and they were talking about like you know if you're to go in like bases again of like having sex with someone and doing bits or whatever like mm-hmm. that it's literally like that wouldn't even count for them as like foreplay or whatever it's like getting talked like, at the just, disco yeah, yeah like that kind of vibe and after that I was like oh yeah fair enough but I totally agree in that like I feel like they should have done a kind of big brother. Like if they were going to keep him in, which I don't agree that they should have, but like they kept him in. Surely there should have been a big brother style thing where it's like he's brought to the beach hut and there's some kind of, or it doesn't have to be voice of God, but it's like Ian Sterling being like, 
someone spoke to Luca about his behavior and he was given a warning like that yeah. kind of vibe because it's just yeah. like we kind of see it in the edit then in inverse commas where it's like well it's clear the producer spoke to you know Luca and Jamie there and you can see because they're apologizing to Tasha and like the conversation's really stilted whatever but that's up for us to like fill in the gaps and we don't even know that then yeah. for definite you know what I mean like it's just it's a bit frustrating as a viewer to be honest it's the brick but it's I feel like it's the brick wall I hit with this show every single yeah. year yeah. is that point where it's like you know what's happening you can see it happening on Twitter you can see the conversation online you can see the calls from the family to be like please leave us alone why are you not doing something and it's like it's the hardest part about this show to to defend like I can defend giving away all of my time for the summer to this fucking show and like obsessing over these virtual strangers for eight weeks I, that when it comes to that I'm like yeah I know you're right like it's absolutely disgraceful that this happens like it's just how they haven't how they haven't changed <clears throat> how they handle this stuff is beyond me. Because it goes back to that classic. It's it's cheating is a problem, but these things aren't. It's like yeah. what they can't pick and choose what they find is appropriate and inappropriate. And they were so far lodged up Gemma and Lucas hole that if yeah. there was a way to edit it differently, yeah, they would have. And this is where they like weighed it up and it was like, what's better? the drama and the reality of who that person is versus whatever. Cause they do, they monitor absolutely everything. They monitor what everybody's talking about all the time. And I just think that like, for me, it would have been a great way of actually teaching some of that younger viewership about some other really damaging, yeah. because like even on Twitter, that like stuff that people were like, Lucas, the kind of person who'll be like, you're not wearing that out, are you? Like, and that's exactly the kind of guy that he is. And that's, like at one point I thought he was panicking because like somebody might ask Gemma for the time. <laughs> I think it's just oh, it's just draining. Mania. Yeah, yeah it's draining. Um third place, right, lads, this is way over. So let's first do third place. India and Dami announces third place. Now this has me really shit in a brick. Um Dami is saying that his experiences felt like a movie or more like a TV show. And uh, they both knew that it was each other from very early on. They're discussing Casa more and that kind of stuff. Laura's going in a little bit on the fact that he played away. Uh India is saying, you know. Honestly, I was thinking, like, what was this boy doing? Like, what the hell? Uh, Dami was like, look, I'm, I was being true to myself on the outside, but, like, obviously we're in a happy place now, so I'm glad that we got back there. India's like, I didn't expect the date. That was one of the best moments in here. It was the best date I've ever been on. And Dami is like, I don't think I was scared. He's talking with the drummers. He's like, I don't think I was scared. I was just trying to protect her. Um, and then he's making jokes about pulling it out of, ba- out of the bag with the date. And it was the perfect time to ask her to be his girlfriend. And then we got the best bits. You can see that the live production was running behind here because Dami and India didn't get as much of time as Andrew and Tasha did. Um, I would say they're trying to claw back clawbacks because even the big brother announcement was scheduled for quarter past 10 and that didn't come until like 20 past 10 so like the, the live production was running away from them a little bit here so we didn't get a huge amount of chat from india and dami um i was disappointed again I, to be honest i thought they'd finished the urge but i thought tasha and andrew would be second so i was like fuck i'm really nervous now that luke and Gemma are still stood there and it could actually go to them um i see dami and india going I, like we said earlier, I feel like I can see them going for a few months and getting a couple of months out of this and then we shall see. But like, what a redemption arc for the two of them. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I do think they, he was never getting a second chance. And I I think they even knew. It was like, did you see the relief on Tasha's face when they're now? She was just like, yes, okay, we know where we are. We know where we've placed. I've prepared myself for this. Off we go. I feel like it was the same with Dami in India. I feel like, and that was something that we talked about earlier. They're very jarred by like the audience, the cameras yeah. everywhere. 
the live setup, the interview. That's never happened to them before. And it says like ex-Islanders time and time again have always said how you just totally forget that there's cameras there. And then before you know it, you've been shoved into like even the skits that they had to record for Love or for After Sun with Joanne and all that other kind of crack. It's like, oh, Jesus, this is actually on TV. And I think that that was a moment for them too. Um, I don't know. I feel like it was a disservice not to get a good interview out of them because I feel like she has a lot to say and so does him versus yeah. Luke and Gemma who have fucking nothing to say to yeah. themselves. Yeah. Yeah, that was a hundred percent of my step on their part. Yeah. yeah. Like just for them now, I just want them to go away. I want them to have a really nice holiday somewhere halfway across the world, maybe the Maldives or somewhere. And I just want loads of like really cute like Insta pics. Land them on live, like the Instagram Insta pictures. Yeah. Like are I feel be... like they'll give good social media as a couple. So TikTok, I'm looking yeah. forward, very, very, very much looking forward to that. And just yeah. having them at peace and being yeah. You know, when I do my little cleanse tomorrow and I start deleting everyone, I won't be deleting these two because I no, just absolutely know, not. Yeah. I know I do I am surprised the love for India didn't buoy them further because that's what Me I too. thought. Like I agree with Carla that I feel like people weren't ready to forgive Jamie if they ever will be that majority that won't um but people but she just had fucking love, love yeah. her and I was yeah. really well it was more that I was surprised that Gemma and Luca finished ahead of them I was yes. just like on what planet on what yeah. world yeah what message does this send a bad one a bad one uh we're down to the final two couples so we get our interviews with both before we get our results uh Ekin Sue and David are first they go through their best bits Ekin is blowing kisses to the crowd as they applaud her <laughs> Davide is saying, is. of course she is. She's ready. She is ready. Um, Davide is saying that he didn't think that they would be here, uh, but he's so glad. Um, Ekin Sue is saying, it's so surreal finding the man of your dreams. And then uh, seeing that the parents approve. And then, oh yeah, they're discussing that. And Ekin is saying, it was so, so special to feel connected to Davide's mother like that and thinking that this is my future mother-in-law. Um, it's just been a bonkers experience. Davide is saying it's been romantic and unforgettable and I hope the best for our future. I want to bring her to Italy to meet my parents. Um, he's saying the highlight of his time there was, you're a liar, actress, which I was like, I love how aware he is of the moments that he's created. And the same with Ekin Sue. They're so aware of like the, the social media moments that they've created and they've not even fucking gotten their phones back. My oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Like Their these... Air Force content now tomorrow is going to be unreal. Just everything about them is going to be unreal. I think that I loved seeing how overwhelmed that she was because she genuinely like she was about to faint. She was about to pass out. Yeah. And he was just like, and this is the best thing about Davide. He is so good looking. Yeah. That nothing is a shock to him no. in his life. I thought, I thought he looked a bit. I thought he looked giddy. Like I thought he just looked so giddy with like, I can't believe this is bonkers. But yeah, I think he looked happy as opposed <clears> to Ekin, who was just like, and I know she turns it on for the camera and stuff in other moments that we've seen. I think she was genuinely like, she was genuinely yeah. shocked. Yeah. That was God, a real, God, like, like that Especially was a real because she's moment. such good friends with Gemma, whatever, that I'd say she was just like, yeah, I don't know, but like probably maybe rooting for them, whatever. And was just like, sure, we're here now. We've yeah. had a laugh, blah, blah, blah. People like us, it's grand. But she yeah. had been voted as a bottom girl before too. And I yeah. don't think that that's ever happened for any winners that they have landed in any way, shape or form in the bottom. Liam never ended up in the bottom, neither did Millie in any of the separate votes. That's so same true. with like, same with any of the other previous Amber winners. did. No, Amber definitely ended up bottom three girls early on. I remember her with Lucy and someone with the paint. Do you remember that picture? Was that voted though? Or was that... Interesting. Let's let's do a bit of work around that. We'll do a let's, let's do a bit of a deep dive around that. There's your homework, girls. There, there yeah, you go, girly pops. But yeah. I do feel like 
and, the, and but, that's yeah, what cracks anyway, me yeah. up about him is that like he has just when you are the most attractive man in the world things just come to you easily so it's like yeah, yeah. he was happy about it but he was not surprised yeah there was Definitely. no surprise Davide has his own gravitational pull, doesn't he, for like positive things in his life. I, I just thought there was just such a level of giddiness about him. I don't know, was it just like the fact that he was in a live studio situation or whatever, but it was just, it, they were so fun to watch. I just thought they were lovely. Um, he is saying that like he's told I can see that he's won already because he's got her. Um, then we get Luke and Gemma. They're showing their best fits and then they go through their interview. Luke is saying, you know, uh, audience putting, we're putting, putting him with Paige at the beginning was a blessing. He said, if we got together straight away, Gemma would have been sick of me. It would have been too much. You could see that I was attracted to her very early on and hearing her talk around the pool and stuff, my head was definitely turning. Gemma is saying that when he came out last, I just knew he was a bit of me. He had a good vibe and I knew we'd get on. It felt very easy. They are getting questions from Laura about being official. And Gemma is saying like, I was the one who wanted to wait. On the outside, that's the plan. Luca's saying like, I have something special planned. Gemma is saying, we're both very stubborn. We're, we both bicker like Madge, but we're the same person. Uh, Luca's saying, I've changed while being in here for the better, I think. Um, and then the pair of them are kind of struggling to say, or they're talking about struggling to say I love yous and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Gemma is saying that she's excited to go on dates. Luca says he's excited to go on holidays. And then uh, we are talking about the highlights and they're saying the Becky Hill day. That's it, that's a wrap. Um, I just thought it was interesting that in all four couples, Laura pointed out points of conflict. Never once pointed out a point of conflict with Luca and Gemma. So she pointed out Coco and Titty Gate with Andrew and the Casa Amor stuff, pointed out Casa Amor with Dami and India and pointed out the J stuff with Ek and Sue. Never pointed out anything with Luca and Gemma. And I just don't think it's fair to not acknowledge the fact that while their hiccups mightn't have involved, you know, third party people that heads were being turned, all this kind of stuff. There was definitely things that needs to be addressed. Like, why are you pretending like none of us saw any faults here? Like, so many people reckon she has some kind, Gemma has some kind of deal with the show. What do you think, think of that? I, I don't think so. I feel like but for ITV... Me that's like, it would explain a lot of things. Yeah. What do you think? I just feel like for ITV to have any credibility at all, they couldn't be seen to be striking deals with people to be like, yeah, we won't bring up this, we won't bring up that. Because then every conversation that they have with the press where it's like, it's a reality show and on reality shows, this stuff happens. And then they could be like, but this stuff won't happen because you've signed a contract with that person that they're protected from these conversations. Like, I just think, I just think it would be a credibility issue, surely. Two things. They've never had a contestant that's been media trained like she has. Yeah. And that has been a very obvious sticking point with the way that they've kind of gone around it because she's never lent in other than Luca losing the head every two minutes. Even with the even when he kept pushing with Indy and Dami, she was like, they've said their piece. Yeah. Let it go. And he was yeah. like, and she was like, they said their piece. It's time to let it go and move away. And she just shuts it down and she knows immediately, like with any of their conflict, she's never gone up. There's never been like a shouting over the pool situation, even a shouting over the island. It's never gotten there with her. Yeah. So I think it was a case of that. And also the fact that they don't want the wrath of the public and they want more people like her to go into the villa. So they yeah. have been very clever and very choosy with like, look what else we can do if you have a daughter 
you know, Jack Keating, we could have done a lot with you at some point. Do you know there is yeah that we can do OG potential, OG yeah. potential, OG potential for many people, including you, Jack. If like it's unfortunate that Missy didn't want to go in, but you're here, this and we got you instead. But you know when that got away, like they're looking for Nepo babies because it like brings. Yeah another audience doesn't it it ties them into the show and starts the conversation in other spaces like do you have a footballers do you have a son or a daughter yeah it's gonna be a bit of a show it's gonna be like the goggle box calls isn't it now like we're looking for priests who are friends to come on goggle it's gonna be that kind of vibe like we're looking for yeah yeah exactly i don't know like yeah i don't know i just think it it brings credibility issue into it for itv if they're signing deals and like like you say like we've never had we've had danny dyer but there was no way danny dyer went through media training before on the show would you stop like her media training was him slumming her out in the fucking streets of London, being like, "You're a gangster bird, get out!" <laughs> like, <laughs> truly, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Um, we then got the weird video montage of celebrities. We had uh, Will I Am. We had I couldn't name Sarah one other Island, person. Love Island, USA. Sarah Island. Yeah, we had that- Susanna Reid. We had a few other people, and I noted that the only individuals that were pointed out in the whole montage, Ek and Sarah and Davide, nobody else got an individual yeah. shout out, just Ek and Sarah and Davide, and it just goes to like, it's just a reflection of how many moments, I keep saying it, but like how many moments they have created, and like the conversations that they have started, and um, we're way over, this is like a blockbuster film, but winners, we've the final, the, win- the last 10 minutes always feels so rushed, doesn't it? It does, um, it's stupid. So rushed, and um, Everyone's looking very nervous. No one more so than I can sue. She is really, really on edge. Luca's definitely looking sweaty. He's like plastered that perfect Turkish smile on his face, like staring down the camera lens, trying to look really cool, Calvin Sexton. I am bricking it. I'm really, really nervous. Like I had to put my laptop down because I was like, I might actually throw it if they lose. I can sue and Davide. Love Island winners 2022. Are we delighted? Oh, for the fucking moon. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, like I don't think that out of, out of considering what had happened, it was dummy in India for me. But after after Casa Amor, I had to let go of the dream. Yeah, um, because it really was them for me for so long. I was like, this is it. We finally have a power couple who have a bit of pizzazz, who aren't boring to watch, who are interesting, and they fucked it. So thanks a mil for that, dummy. We'll never let you forget it. But like with them too, they are just like they're just pure entertainment, and I just I love looking at them. They are. Yeah. Did you see their winners? photo it's like they serve they just they just like know how to pose like so hot they're just like yeah it's just hot like yeah definition of eight no crumbs like just they know exactly what they're doing as carla says hitting every single beat Beat. it couldn't have been any other winner it just yeah it couldn't to do this season any justice a season that started out like very very strong i think really kind of nosed out for me towards the end i don't want to speak for you if oh, they didn't did. win, it would have been yeah horrific. Yeah, the like the repercussions it would have had. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, I truly do not. No, absolutely. I think I think the the nosedive, as you say, that it took is very much down to very specific conversations. And if a winner was crowned that was linked to those conversations, I just think it would have been very hard to come back from. And I yeah, I just think it's it was it gave me hope that this show isn't always a dumpster fire do you know yeah. what I mean I was just like, okay but yeah that was that was a good that was a good win um Gemma and Luca are very unenthusiastically clapping they look quite surprised but are really doing that like Oscar thing of like oh yeah that's great well done in fairness to them 
they lived in an echo chamber how could they not be shocked in a way I did feel that for them because they did live in an echo chamber the most bumpy ride they got was when Luca was like storming around the villa like trying to like shove people against the wall to be like why are we not compatible why the fuck do you not think that we're fucking (laughs) compatible what the fuck is wrong with you do you know there is there has been no yeah, been and when you consider that every single couple in there towards the end voted that Ek and Sue and Davide were the least compatible, it's that yeah. echo chamber thing again where it's yeah. like, what have they seen that we have not? Yeah, like that's going to be a very interesting rewatch for them, I think. Yeah, for sure. I love the panic though. I do love the sheer panic. The panic, and I wanted the split screen. I wanted to see yeah. both reactions while it played out, and I just think it's so. You know, Love Island leans into that so much of the time. And then at the final, I was like, just fucking lean into it and show me the reaction. I want to see what they react like. Because that's going to be as valuable as seeing what Davide and Ekansu are doing. They're losing their mind. They're very giggly, laughing, just like really surprised. Uh, Ekansu is saying she can't speak. She says she's crying. Uh, Davide is just She like, wasn't, by the way. <laughs> no, well, I mean, will we, 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 we ever know? Because she did that like, oh, and like covered her face. Oh, Classic cover your eyes in her face to yeah. prove to yeah, yeah, hide yeah. the tears. Yeah. Um, Splitter Twist is gone They're splitting the 50k uh, Davide is saying that he's totally shocked He can't believe it All the finalists come in It's a big cuddle Laura's saying something or other About thanks a million for an amazing series um, Girly Pops Love Island 2022 And scene you said it a minute ago Really strong start I think the strongest first four weeks Of any Love Island series in history I think we hit Two and a half weeks of pretty bumpy roads Of like last year bumpy roads I think it has ended on a high that will keep it in pretty strong standing when it comes to ranking the seasons. But generally, how are you feeling departing this season? Yeah, there was definitely a couple of weeks of like, this is like truly quite unmissable. Like I'm looking forward to going home watching. I need to know I'm ravenous for every bit of info I can get. And while I initially was very complimentary about the casting, I think in hindsight and knowing what we know now, I think there were to not keep barring Carla's expression, there were beats missed predominantly with the men. And I think even with that, because obviously there's only so much you can do when they're cast and they're in there, blah, blah, blah. I think it wasn't properly dealt with after, which left a really sour taste in my mouth. And then I suppose it was just, you've Adam Collard kind of didn't deliver what we thought he might. And that twist maybe not being the thing we wanted it yeah. just did get a little bit, it went from like being, you know, really exciting to then like quite toxic to then just like unbearably boring and predictable, which is not something we ever really want, you know? Yeah. Um, still very good. Still, you've those standout moments, ecking on the terrace, like Titgate, even Andrew's reaction when Tasha came back from Casa more, like... Dami and India back from Casa more like yeah. the three-way kissing like it was just all a bit unhinged I thought the striptease and the dancing was very good this year yeah um it was definitely a good season better than last year yeah better than winter unequivocally yeah um I just really wish they would learn from their mistakes when it comes to the format and Judy care and behaviors because it's I'm still getting a lot of lip service to be honest yeah for sure Carla what are you thinking like it's gas because when you were talking there I was like going through it in my head as well and I was about to be like I think it's the best female cast that they've ever casted and I was like that's a fucking lie Ek and Sue it's the only thing like they had some gems in there I think 
Yeah. Very similar to you guys. It fell off in the last two weeks, as it always does. But I think that there is little challenges and pushes. And this is what pisses me off. It's supposed to be a show about love. There is questions that they could ask. There is tasks that they could do that would really make people start to think like, what the fuck am I doing with this person? Like they say they have all these conversations, whatever. Again, if you think about something like married at first sight, the photo ranking challenge of who you're the most attracted to that would cause fucking scenes in the last two weeks. Can you imagine Lucas head about Gemma ranking, even if he was first ranking anybody else, her brain would have exploded. I think it would have been interesting to see how Dami and Paige ranked each other. We would have seen so much kind of like weird stuff that us as an audience hasn't picked up on that they all know about inside. That would have been like, really there's lots of stuff that they could do they could do a soft tweets challenge too just little kind of like little like and in a way I know it's really bad to say but they could have really like played up that kind of like if they knew that Luca has that kind of thing that chip on his shoulder they knew that Dami had the Deji chip on his shoulder they could have done little things to see like how I suppose how they would react to that conflict and that's where it kind of comes back to like when they're on the outside and this is something that people keep talking about. They're like, when they're on the outside and this is going to be different, start bringing in some of the outside then. Start doing things. When you have these solidified couples, start putting them through the tests. Like they did the lie detector test. They took it away. I don't really understand why they took it away because I never thought it caused the conflict that everybody thought it would. I think it was, I think it was the links to Jeremy Kyle and all that stuff. I think that was, I think, I think it Makes was sense. kind of, it was linked to that. But even the, I missed the one, do you know where they have to rank like the top three best looking couples and they all have to put themselves on the tiers and like, yeah. oh yeah, we'd be number two. And we'd be, I think that's a great one because it's perfect forced, one. It's like, it, none of the stuff is that deep, but it no. forces them to get into their, their thoughts about themselves and the other people around them. And like, there's stuff like that, that they could do. And I just think they don't lead into it. And I think when the going was really good with Love Island this year, when we were like heading into Casa more, like it was that week four and it was like, this is the best season ever. Yeah. It's just giving every single episode. Like we were wrecked from it being so good every night. And then they announced Winter Love Island. And then it was Yeesh. like Casa yeah, and it was yeah, like turbulence, yeah. turbulence, turbulence. And then it was like, really awkward two weeks where it was really tough going and then it was the boring last two weeks where it's just kind of going through the the emotions of what happens in the last two weeks the thoughts and even they said at the end of this episode the thoughts of two love islands next year is like jesus lads you are really trying to milk this cow for all it's worth and huge I think mistake huge mistake down to. Like, they're gonna like, burn they're burning out the audience i'm already yeah. burnt out thinking about it and that's yeah. what they don't get about it i'm like nobody wants that level of tv i'm in a way as much as i love the season relieved that i don't have something to watch at nine every single yeah, night I'm relieved. like and i'm not gonna have that fomo following me around I yeah. think that they're totally going to burn out their audience. And I think they're, again, it's it's people want to see summer. They want to see it like where they're going on their holidays. And, yeah. you know, that's kind of a thing for them. They don't want to watch people in South Africa again. It's just, it flopped for a reason. I think mm. as well with this season, the casting was not immaculate up until week four. They fucked it with the cast of casting. I said this in the last episode, but like they really did. They gave an excellent cast of girls cast and a shite cast of boys cast. They did it on purpose and they weren't able to mop up their mess. And yeah. that's kind of like the crux of the situation. I don't know, like they I, they took all of the notes and they took everything that everybody said, made a fucking cracker of a show and then just let it fall off. And they kind of, when they engaged the audience, they were like, we don't have to do, we don't have to do any work anymore. 
and they yeah. just kind of like let it sidle off. I think again, like Adam going in was such a it could have been something that it they should have really kind of been like, what are you here for? Like, let's yeah. let, like, let's get this going. Instead, they didn't. I think they handled the Jack situation really well. I will say I will commend them for that. I think that that was handled in the best way possible. I think the way that he got to have a say afterwards, I think was done really well. And it's totally flipped the way that I think of him. Cause I was like, if Jack's had one hater, it was me. And then now he's come out. I'm like, no, I actually, I think he handled that pretty well considering how volatile he was in there. I think that that was really important. I think they handled the Liam situation really important. Like, I think they did some really good pieces in there with Judy Care that I was like, this is nice. They do give a fuck about them. But then they undo everything by the relentless bullying that they let happen with Tasha and all those other kind of little bits. The yeah. Tasha thing really soured me. Same, and yeah. I think it soured a lot of people. And I don't understand what they don't get about the fact that nobody wants to watch that. Nobody... Yeah finds that entertaining nobody likes it it's not a cool thing that anybody enjoys like I that was something that doesn't really sit with me because I'm like well, what was the thought process but like literally a yeah. great moment where was your thought process there yeah so yeah, yeah. that was tough the snug Mary pie was tough um I think generally this result has has just made it worth it because yes. there was those couple of weeks where I was like not this shit again not this shit again I'm not getting into these conversations again I am not stable enough for this and I think just to see an Ekansu Dabade win just feels like okay Grant right it wasn't every conversation wasn't for nothing all of the charities coming out and saying all these things was, wasn't for nothing all of these conversations happening across all these broadcast mediums wasn't for nothing like something got through I think the fact that Luca and Gemma still play second is still incredibly worrying. Same, same. But I think so worrying. We take. I. I'm going to take the step. I'm going to take the step, and I'm going to be like Davide and Ekansu won, and that is a victory for tonight. And I just cannot wait to see what they do next. Like, cannot wait. Over the moon. I am over the moon. Like, it was. It was a cracker of a season. We can try and pretend that it wasn't, but it was an absolute. It was. It was a belter. It wasn't a girly pops. Like it was. Yeah, it was an it was absolute. Good. Better. We're gonna we're gonna wind it up there before we go, Fanula. You have been raising money on your Instagram, and I wanted to give you a chance at the end of this two-hour episode. I'm so sorry, but can you give a wee plug to what you're doing over in your Instagram? Yes, I can. Um, I'm raising money for Dublin Simon Community and uh, UNICEF Ireland, just in response to the Ukraine situation. Um, just if anyone was watching along on my stories, um, and anyone wants to raise some money. Or not, um, even if you weren't, even if you yeah. stumbled across this recording and you've lasted two hours and you've no idea what we're talking about. You're bleary, you're delirious. Um, it's idonate.com or idonate.ie forward slash Fanula Jones. It's open until like August 5th. So I'm just trying I'll, to raise as much money as possible. So I'll pop it up on my pot and paper story tomorrow. I'll grab the link for you and I'll pop it up tomorrow. So Thanks. that people can have a link. You've raised like over 12 grand already or something stupid, we're right? almost at 15,000. Fanula! Fanula, that's so good. Okay, so if anyone hasn't donated and can at all, the link will be up on my bottom paper. It's on Fanula's page already. Um, so yeah, just such a good way to fucking use those use those followers. Do you know what I mean? And get hashtag bring the community them. together, guys. No, I'm Absolutely. obsessed. Thanks to everyone it. who has donated so far. I really appreciate it. Fanula Jones, Carla Kay, it's always a joy. We've done this many a time. I'm glad this time was a bit more fun than the last. Orla, thank you so much for this incredible podcast keeping us all company over the last eight weeks tireless work 
We are so appreciative. Thankless work. Big thankless. We're thanking you. Big up yourself. <laughs> big up. Absolutely big up yourself. Big up yourself. La- I will Close. say, I will say, I'm going to hit that pillow tonight. I am. I'm ready. I'm ready to put this to bed, but I'm glad that we've left it on a high and I'm glad that I did the last episode. You guys, it's always such a laugh. Um, I'm so glad we had that little blast from Rona Keaton there. I wonder how much that will make it into the finished episode because I truly don't know about the rights. I think you can have less than 10 seconds. I think we're okay. Oh, stunning. Yeah. Okay, fab. All if right, not, right. I do it all the time on my podcast. It looks <laughs> No wearing the guards, please. No Lads, keep it to yourself. Come or hurt me flat out tonight, gang. <laughs> right, call it, call it. Love Island 2022, done. Done it. Complete Best season it. yet. Best Love Island, <laughs> baby. My pile of paper, baby. <laughs>